Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm back. I'm Mike for episode 95 for Sunday, the 4th of September 2022. And in this week's show, we'll be discussing the next Assassin's Creed game that's been officially announced. Halo Infinite's troubled journey gets even worse as local co-op gets cancelled. Sony kick off their PlayStation Studios mobile division with an acquisition. Hmm, I wonder who. And it's big week in PC gaming as the next range of Ryzen CPUs are revealed. Right. Shut up. Big week's on the radio. Shut up. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome everyone to the Big Weekend Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Finally back, still alive. To the uh, to the joys of some and the, not so much the joys of others, unfortunately, but that's all good. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, we'd love to, uh, to get you to subscribe to the show on YouTube um, or your favorite podcast app, because we are on uh, voice only as well. And if you're a mega fan, come join us on the Discord. We do have Discord now. All the links in the description below or at bigwigpod.com. So we've got our executive producer, Intigot. Hello, Mike. To my side. Yeah, and our editor right. You pointed to the wrong direction. I love Every it. time. Every I do time. It. I do it every time. I hate that it's flipped. I hey, you can't talk. You that. can't talk. You haven't been here. So I can talk. My name is Sweeney. I literally I can mute you. I can you cannot you. control me. I am the executive producer. I have muted you right now. You can't. Right, well. In the recording, you will be muted. <laughs> Over to my other side. Go point. That side. Yay. I did it. I did it. Woo! Is the editor in chief, Swinney. And he's muted. No, so. no, you're unmuted. Okay, you're unmuted. As soon as it said Swinney, you could talk again, Swinney. And over to that side is my <laughs> Is he actually my muted? Cat. No, I'm just. Like, oh, no, that's I'm good. Just... <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> okay, you should. Okay, if you're listening on audio, you should actually watch the video. I was starting to go. How the fuck has he muted himself? <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, hello there, everybody. That's funny. Welcome, welcome. So, uh, boys, what's what's been going on since I've been away? We had a big show last week. You would have tuned in, I'm sure. I couldn't actually tune in on the night. I have watched a good. I'm, I'm, I'll be lying if I said the whole thing, but I will watch the entire thing. But I have watched chunks uh, and bits of it already. And of course, I thumbs it up most of the stuff that's been coming through in my feet. So. <laughs> oh, you're, you're telling everybody our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get banned by you. The, the only hits we get is from ourselves. Oh, well. <laughs> at least someone likes case. us. That is not the case. That's not uh, the case. Not there the are case some people out there that do think we are... Uh, what, what was that? What, what did we say the other week? Hmm? Charismatic. Was it in, in charismatic? I like it? our brains kind of retain it because it was no. so unbelievable. Yeah, it was like it just felt like somebody would ever say that. What was it? it was yeah. we are yeah we are insanely charismatic. Yeah, unbelievable. Is, uh, Do not believe it. Appreciated, but also it's got to be the feels period. very unearned, at least from my uh, perspective. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. on that specific point. There you go. That, my, my real <laughs> you just face. proved the right. <laughs> There you go, that just proved my point. <laughs> Highly uncharismatic. I, I have to have the filter on because Intergot, before the show started... Well, what were your exact words, Intergot? Please fill us in. What did you say said, about my face? No, put it back to the way it was. Okay, put, put it to your normal face. The was. Okay, there you go, that's my normal face. You popped on and I go, wow, you look terrible. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. This guy hasn't seen me for no, I'm two, blunt. two, three weeks. And you're you're feeling sick as well. Terrible. Thanks. 
You're feeling sick, so it's There's probably the sickness. The difference between being blunt and being an arsehole is there is a difference. <laughs> Not in his head, there isn't. <laughs> Zero difference. Oh, no, well, you sound like shit honesty. in Chigot. Yeah, I've been coughing like this for like weeks. Oh, it's a good start okay. to the show. So we do have a um, a, a community question from Clufon. Uh, Clufon, uh, did Swinny get the Splatoon three switch? So I was a little perturbed that uh, EB Games. What do you mean perturbed? It's like when I say I peruse the aisles at my local shopping centre. Perturbed. 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 I don't know. That's the show title. Perturbed. 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 That EB Games never actually notified me that the actual thing was in. How dare they? And I unfortunately haven't had a chance to actually go because it's not like I need it right now to go get it. So my idea was I was probably going to go this week and just go and pick it up. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, normally EB Games, they send you a text message or you get an email or something. Not always. Mm -hmm. Well, every time I've pre-ordered, I do. I've I've pre-ordered more things than you. Yeah, I usually... I've pre-ordered more things than you. I'm in the Switch. I'm talking about my experience with my local EB that generally sends a text message. Always messaged me. But you didn't say that. You said EB or usually... Like, you said EB always texts you. And I'm like, you should have said my EB. They always do. Why, um, why is this something you have to debate? EB, I'm yeah. Debating, it's I an it. asshole mode I've, tonight. I've pre-ordered why. a lot of stuff <laughs> and I haven't got a text message. That's okay. super normal. I've always gotten text messages. They do it manually. So, they do it so. manually. Yeah. But to be fair, I did get a text message maybe about three or four weeks ago from my local EB saying, hey, there's this T-shirt that you pre-ordered that you didn't pick up. And I'm like, oh, cool. No worries. I'll come pick it up. And I'm thinking to myself, what the what the fuck? I pre-ordered this? This is a scam. <laughs> I pre-ordered it like eight months ago. Forgot to pick it up and they held it for me for that long. Which what, is nice just for eight months? Uh, Some like eight months, yeah. They held but it, it must on. have just been on the shelf. No, yeah, she found it in the back. She's like, yeah, I found this in what? the back with your name on it and stuff. You obviously never picked it up. So when I can't pick it up, yeah. That's crazy. So, Was it one of those EB sale t-shirts? No, no, I still have the Sale Sale one. Sale, sale. Oh, yeah. I did Where's actually. Sale, sale, that's some Mario one. I may not have gotten a Switch, my Switch uh, OLED Splatoon one, mm. uh, but I did get something else video game related. Ooh. Oh yes, Ooh, which is this tell. this bottle, which I'm slowly rising. I should probably flip it the okay. other way. Actually, slowly rising. Okay, come on, which come is Valentine's okay. Scotch Wix, uh, Scotch oh, whiskey Borderlands, Borderlands version from oh, uh, wow. Bar. And because I so never, cool. I never knew this existed, and I saw an article. I think it was on Eurogamer yeah. saying that this had come back in stock and was available for order. So me, I'm like, oh, that seems like a cool thing to have. So I really ordered cool. it. So yeah. I ordered it, but I didn't really think it through because if you've ever, wow. like, I've never ever tried to order any kind of alcohol and get it mm. sent to Australia. Oh, yes. from overseas. Oh, that's from a good overseas. Point. I never thought oh, of that. That's a bad yeah. idea. I only do yes. drugs. I've never tried alcohol. So let's just say um, the, this is a pretty, uh, pretty expensive bottle of uh, Scotch whiskey when it all adds up, including the tax I had to pay to pick it up from the how much? Uh, in the country. It would have doubled uh, the price, right? Yeah, it was almost double the price. Wow. So. How but much? look, I'm okay with. You're that. lucky you didn't get a fine. I think they can you get fined f- for that? Oh shit, yeah. If you don't specify it, I, I don't I mean, think you're allowed to buy alcohol from overseas. In um, I mean, but it's like, okay. why would they have? Why would they have it as an option to ship to Australia if you weren't able to? Get well, because, to Australia. Well, because you know, I can go on Sweetie, any black fuck, market and there's an option me. to ship it to Australia. <laughs> Doesn't make I it legal. Drugs no. to my house. Yeah. No, this is like a legit like <laughs> was... retailer from. I think it's like. Uh, 
I forget what yeah, it's. They don't give a shit if you get no, caught. No, no, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't have the option to ship Amazon to Australia might. if they couldn't ship to Australia. So of course they can. Anything to Australia, you can ship their body to Australia if you want. No, no, no. So of course, what, what are you talking about, Sweetie? <laughs> because... Other countries, other people, they don't even. Australia is nothing in the world, right? Like they don't even hey, know Australia. Hey, 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 no, hey, because hey. the first time be the, the an first... asshole, but don't be an asshole to us no, collectively. Like, if you've ever worked in e-commerce, if you have Australia's any awesome. consumer issues like that. That yeah. where basically it ends up causing you more trouble than it's worth, then you just don't have Australia as a shipping option. You cannot you import them? alcohol into Australia. You need a license. Oh wow! Hmm. So I'm like, you're lucky you didn't get a fine, man. You could have easily got a fine. I think. How would I have got a fine? Because it's illegal, dude. If you you can't just order anything you want into Australia, right? I don't know why I'm have to explain this. There's like well, fruit that you I, can't import. There's like the thing is why like you pay the tax for it, and it's just. Whatever, man. Like they yeah, clearly, Australia, Australia should pay the tax, it. and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's fine. Then. No, no, I'm yeah. saying like, you, like everything I can read and see, you cannot import alcohol into Australia. Anyway, the, as right I up. said, like as soon as a retailer gets wind that they can't do that stuff, then they don't have that Australia as a shipping option, man. Like, That's I'd why work, I drink piss faster. I've basically had the similar <laughs> issues. Like I work in a related industry, and there's just some countries that we just don't ship to because it's like this, we can't do it. So yeah. Anyway, I got my bottle of uh, Ballantine's. That is actually whiskey, really cool. So I wouldn't open that. that. I'd be and you know the funny that. part is I didn't realize until just before the show that there's a QR code on the back that I'm not going to show in case somebody uh, steals it from me. Yeah, definitely. Where you, can, where you can scan it and apparently you get <laughs> we'll reduce such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> apparently you uh, you get like uh, exclusive loot, and I'm assuming it's in Borderlands uh, Three. What? It doesn't say Borderlands Three, but it's a QR code to get loot for the game. So that's pretty cool. Oh. Too bad I finished the game. I, I, wait, yeah, you finished the game, but are you going to open the bottle? I reckon, honestly, I don't think I would. I'd, I'd keep that. It's a really oh, cool probably. I mean, I'm not going to open it anytime soon. Yeah, I wouldn't. So. Okay. Unless I was really desperate and it was like an apocalypse. So I checked it all. You can Oh my God, he's it. still on about the illegality. No, because I was interested if you if you break the law or not. You Who can. It's just, yeah, the all law. the fees We probably crazy. shouldn't point out that he did break the law. Even if he did break fee. the law. Did you play a, pay a flat fee of $40 or something like that? That's all I crazy. got was a, like an email and a text message. Oh, this from, is all the money, yeah. I think it's from DHL. They're like, you, you need to pay money. this. Wow, to... that's crazy. But it, I tell you what, it arrived. it arrived so quickly. Like, I was shocked. I thought it would like take weeks and it took like... Less than two weeks. Yeah, it's it? pretty good. Like, you know, when I've ordered a lot of stuff recently, it's crazy how fast it comes overseas, even with all that the, is actually true, yeah. the delays yeah. in general. So um, since we're talking about stuff we UK. got, this is what I got for Father's Day. One of the things I got for Father's Day. Oh, live alive, live alive, live alive. I had to go back on my word and get it because it's like, ah. Oh, I, I heard like that's sold good. 500K already. Copies, yeah, it's done so. well. It's done well. Yeah. I, I do like the the overall art style. I feel like I still want to support it. Mm-hmm. Ah, anyway, it's it's a it's a it's a shameful buy. Well, I didn't buy it actually. Does oh, it I was add about to say, wasn't it a gift? No, it's, was it was it a... a gift. But sh- should it add to the list? I feel like it probably should add to the list. You know, my resolution. Uh, no, I think it's a nah, gift. It's a gift you've been given. It doesn't no, count. No, not if like if it's a random gift that someone just like oh hey. I thought you might like this. And oh, yeah. you had no yeah, idea the random gift. Sure. Hey, I just sure. randomly bought you live alive. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I think alive. that doesn't count. I, I think he needs, to, he needs to add that to the list. But the it's origin... Take, you can't get away with that. But I just asked my girlfriend to buy me all the games. So for, oh, here's, okay. here's 10 bucks. Buy me a game. I didn't take it. No, but that's... But, okay, okay, okay. So can't also, by the way, people who are not following, yeah. I've got a resolution, which is I have to 
play and finish or clock, sorry. God, jeez, what am I saying? My clock to buy ratio needs to be in the positive. I mm-hmm. need to clock more games than I buy, right? So it's essentially like me not buying extra games. That's the core yeah. of it, not getting extra games. So I, I don't know. I think in this case, it probably doesn't add to the list. No, it adds to the list. Speaking nah. of... Your, your thing is like where you're bullshitting it and, you know, like you're a... trying to find a loophole in the rule. I'm not you're, trying to find a loophole. You're trying to find a loophole in the rule. I'm not rule. trying to find right. a loophole. You've been he wanting this game. Asked, you've asked, asked someone about the game right, and Mike, how you'd now, love to have it for your birthday Yeah, you're being the arsehole. Yeah, yeah you're the arsehole now, Mike. Yeah, you're the arsehole. You're the arsehole. Whatever. He asked a question to us to get our opinion. That's all. Like, he's not trying to find a loophole. It's like... My opinion is... Loophole, he should still put it on his list. <laughs> loophole. That's my opinion. I'll make the final determination based on how it. I'm traveling. <laughs> Speaking of traveling, let's uh, let's see how we've been traveling over the last week with the games we've been playing. Yes, Into God. Yes. So I, I've, I've gone back to play Drill Dozer, and I think I covered it a little bit in last week's show, but just to remind you, Mike, um, I actually yeah, bought thanks, uh, a Rumble, couple of episodes a rumble pack for the Analog Pocket. I don't know if you know about this, Mike. No. So there are some games, uh, mostly for the Game Boy Color, that had Rumble, right? Mm -hmm. And what you can actually do with these new open FPGA cores is use a, you know, even a third-party Rumble pack, and there are certain games that will Rumble when you actually play them, including (laughs) even Game Boy Advance. And I played all the way through Drill Dozer, obviously with a legit copy, but the Rumble was broken in that legit copy, obviously. And mm, now that I have the Rumble Pack, I went back to play it. And I mean, it's so cool. Like, it is awesome. Um, so, yeah, this is the definitely the cheapest way to play Drill Dozer with Rumble. Like, in a kind of almost oh, original The cheapest form way, pack. only 450 Australian dollars if you're lucky. No, that's, that's the analog pocket. Whatever it costs you to get the bloody, bloody Drill Dozer. Like 200, 250 bucks Plus 200, like yeah. So that's like about $1,000 to play this game. Cool. <laughs> oh, you can play Open FPGA and with the Rumble Pack. So, yeah, shout out to the guy. Um, it's Inside Gadgets, if you want to check it out. He's selling these Rumble Packs. He's actually in Australia, so it came really, really, oh, really they're, good. They're repro Rumble Packs, just to be clear. Yeah, reproduction. Repro- well, yeah, yeah. It, oh, okay, yeah. not the... Yeah. Reproduction, yeah, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. It's the same thing. He's not trying to yeah, pretend yeah. like there's something not. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the other thing that's happening is people are now trying to figure out ways to add Rumble in other games. Which I think is like such a really cool ROM hack. And if that yeah. happens, that's going to be actually really awesome. Like I'd love to figure out a way to uh, contribute to that because it, it does add to the game. It actually shocked me how much it adds to the game. Yeah, literally shocked you. Yeah. Yeah. I just double checked the prices of uh, Drill Dozer. It's like in box, like $730, but. No one's going to pay that. Lo- yeah. It's oh, like super. It's- it's Rich crazy how expensive collectors. Drill Dozer is. Like, lots of like, amiibos. You're saying no one will play. You clearly don't hear much about game collecting. Then, like, no, that's saying, what I said. That's why no, I added the bit about rich people with lots of spare money that not, collect games. Well, the, yeah, they collect games. It's mm. not always super rich people though. So, like, there's, there are people that you know, like, I'm saying it's not like people that are millionaires that are doing this stuff. You know, there are average collectors that just yeah. spend yeah. every really cent they get on this stuff. So. Yeah, Th- I mean, 360. I wheels, so. 360 was the last complete inbox sale. Um, speaking of, like, you know, wasting your money, I was actually uh, negotiating about an arcade machine. I'm really, like, okay. I want to get a candy cab. So I'm, I'm chatting to, like, the biggest distributor of arcade machines in Australia about, like, do you have any more candy cabs? And they're like, it's so hard to come by them. 
And they were like going, look, we've got this shitty Korean one. Like, do you want to check it out? And I'm like, oh. Mm. And it was, yeah, it wasn't really good enough. I was like, damn it. Mm. So I don't know if I'll ever be able to get mm. this candy cab. But anyway, mm. I'm going to be so sad about it. You can't make your own somehow. I mean, I know it's not the same, no. but can you not make your own using a pie and some hardware <laughs> together and shebanged and custom no, But how is he going to get like the frame and stuff? What do you mean like, you make it? No, I, but the, like, dude, I want to, like, I, I think the thing with you <laughs> is like, like, I want it to be as like authentic lagless, as authentic, like close to no, when I was enough. a kid going to like playtime, those kind of places. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I just the- think it'd be, it'd be really cool in a way to make it yourself from scratch yeah i, I like make literally other, make other the templates recently, cut the but... wood 3d print shit for it nah. that kind of stuff nah. would be so cool these these yeah, candy I'm caps to god I, yeah. I would just i would want to get one that's actually made properly boring so. also if you, if you my own i'll show you guys i can i've made other things recently i'm happy to make things but like what two kids what else did you make <laughs> <laughs> no there's some stuff outside that i need to fix but for this, like, I want to. Candy Cab has actually got a proper shell to it. It's not just something that you can fabricate mm. yourself. It's actually pretty full on. But anyway, um, I, I am would, in the market for I that. I think so. Joe will beg to differ. I reckon he could fabricate anything. Oh, if Joe can fabricate me a Japanese style Candy Cab, mm-hmm. yeah. then go Mike, for it. Have you seen what one of these things looks like? Like, no idea, but I reckon you Joe need could to. Do yeah, it. you need to. <laughs> <laughs> just talking out of his ass. Access to more than a couple of tools to make one okay, of these. Okay, let me Google things. these. Let me Google these. What are they called? Candy. Japanese Candy Cab Arcade. Japanese Arcade. Um, the other thing is, I mean. What she's going to be like, no, you can definitely make one of these. Oh, yeah, of course. This is <laughs> you can idiot. totally make one of these. <laughs> Not very easily. In can fact, you... it's extremely hard, but and, if you and do also, one, maybe. I want yeah, that. I want that right type of monitor as well. That's not a regular monitor. So anyway, Might be a bit uh, the other thing I've been flogging this week, uh, <sighs> uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I mm-hmm. will refrain from commenting too much about it because I'm actually mm-hmm. near the end of the game. Okay, and I won't go nice, through nice, and complete nice. everything in the game. It's like not the longest game if you are doing the main story and some stuff around it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll tease for next week, but it's. It's such a difficult game to really explain. I actually, once I finish the game, I'm hmm. really keen to go through and watch people's reviews on it that I respect to see where they land on it. I'm so mixed on this game. I'm so mixed on it. I do think you'd really like it, Swinney. I think like all the things I have problems with it, I don't think you would have the same problems. And I think you'd really enjoy this game a lot. I'm keen to hear uh, hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, I'm so mixed on it, man. I'm I'm near the end of it. I think I'll probably finish it this week. I got Friday off as well, so I might try to finish it by then. Uh, and then the last thing is I just wanted to touch on Immortals, Phoenix Rising. I had to look down to read what the hell the name is because I always forget it. Uh, this was part of Game Pass on PC. Man, this game, like it's a, you know, this game, this game is really a game. If you have too much time to game is a game that you can play. <laughs> um, it okay. is nothing special. <laughs> it's not offensive or anything like that. Like it, it seems perfectly fine, perfectly okay. Hmm. But goddamn, it apes Breath of the Wild so fucking hard. Like I just kept playing. I it thought going, this was Breath of the Wild when I'm looking at the B roll. <laughs> well, I know I, look, what the game looks like. But, everyone yeah. says that. I don't find the style like the way it looks too it's much like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But the gameplay, like how it feels and stuff, it's like janky Breath of the Wild, and it's it's kind of embarrassing how shameless it is. Like there's 
the whole build-up of the start of the game is so similar to Breath of the Wild structurally. It's not like the story and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bloody story, you know how you, like, I don't, I'm not that super into story, right? Like in Horizon Forbidden West, I'm actually just skipping all the story now. I'm just like, whatever, skip, 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 oh, skip. Oh, this skip. game shit, bro. This game shit. Skip, <laughs> skip, skip. It's, but I just don't think the writing's that good in games. But this, fuck, this takes it to another level. This is like, it's so frustrating, the story. And so, it's so cringy dad joke humor. Like, and it's so, to me, executed so fucking poorly. Like, I honestly, I don't know if I could get through this game. Because it would piss me off too much if I can't skip all the dialogue. Are you not the right target? Or, like, what? what is the target audience for it's this a, game? It's like, is it a younger demographic? No, I don't think so. I think it's meant What's to be, the... anyone can play it. Older people are meant to laugh at it. It's like The Simpsons. Oh, you know, I get the adult sense of humor there. Gotcha. And it's for kids as well, right? There's nothing specifically offensive about the game, right? I just Mm -hmm. think it's just so... I I feel, you know, I don't feel too bad. You know how I am. But (laughs) I feel bad for the writer of, like, the game. Because it's, it's, like, honestly, it's cringy shit, man, for me. Like, I found it super cringy, the dialogue. And just some of the stuff that happens and I'm like, oh, I'm just like rolling my eyes. Like, shut up. Like, let me just skip all this goddamn dialogue. Which, to be fair, it's pretty good at skipping. But yeah, like, it kind of ruins it for me a, a bit. Like, fair enough. And everything about this game, like, I have to say, it just makes me go, I just want to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> like, I would actually just rather play, play Breath of the Wild again, even though I've already played it. Than playing this game, which is probably not a great, you know, compliment to um, the game. Did you notice a, a pattern with the games you've been playing this week at all? What? You didn't notice a pattern? You didn't notice that each of them featured redhead female protagonists? Drill dozers? I don't yeah, know if she's a redhead. Well, it's is like it's redhead? pink, ready, ready, pink. No, she's pinkhead. Ah, it's close enough. It's <laughs> it's a shade how, of red. How did you make that connection, Mike? Like, I'm just trying to think. I know, how I did it was you pretty like? Obvious. Okay, I, <laughs> I mean, I can see like... the model, the models Phoenix rising in her horizon. Yeah. West, but I do not remember. I was watching that that drill uh, dozer footage. I do not oh, recall she... the color of her hair. Well, it wasn't red. Pink it was pinkish. But again, it's a shade of. It's like you know, like my cheeks. You know, well, I'm not red sure if cheeks. Pink's a shade it's like of pink red. Pink cheeks, the red cheeks. Pink and red aren't the same shade. Like aren't the same. Yeah. But um, clearly you've got a thing. Just on that though, Mike. It's funny. My my son has observed that I always play as girls in games. That's pretty Because he actually said, you always play as a girl. Why do you do that, Dad? (laughs) Son, you will find out in five years. (laughs) And I said, in the metaverse, I can be anyone I want to be, son. It's why I feel like inside, son. Shut up. I said, shut up, boy. (laughs) I did get back to calling him boy all the time after playing God of War. I'd always go, boy, <laughs> pick this up, boy. You know what's funny is that, like, I tend to do that a bit as well. And But like then if there's a game, if there's a game that <laughs> I think there's a chance where I'll have to play online and with other people and stuff, like, uh, maybe I'll play as a dude. I don't know No, why. I play as a chick because they treat you nicer. I'm just, I'm just thinking ahead yeah. of, like, will it be awkward? So you think it's weird if you, you talk and someone knows benefits. that you're a guy well, when you're playing as like, a girl? Yeah, I'm, oh, no, but okay. it's like, I, it's just one of those weird things where you, you just like, you just make a decision for a reason that's kind of not that logical. You're just like, oh, maybe I'll do that. Okay, know? that's interesting. I never, I never think of that as a weird thing, I must admit. 
I never it's think not weird. That, I just, I, yeah. it's just sometimes you just do that stuff. Okay, so. no, I never thought about that. But um, yeah, no, I always pick the girl. Always, every single time, we'll switch to the girl. Whatever it is, if I have the choice, actually, that's the only way I know that it's annoying to me when I see it and I go, "Oh, I can't play as a girl." That's annoying. So, <laughs> but yeah, Mike, you were playing a very similar game to me in terms of uh, open world games. Uh, similar, I guess. It, I mean, <clears throat> Horizon kind of reminds me of it. So I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Ooh. So, way back to when did this come out, Swinny? Two thousand. Can I guess seventeen? I'm making seventeen. No, late, way late, way after that. I thought. No, maybe, maybe it, 17? seventeen. I don't know. 17? I mean, seventeen sounds pretty close. Maybe okay, 18. seventeen. Oh, I anyway, was gonna, I was gonna so, go crazy because I thought, oh shit, am I right? That's crazy. I am right. Yeah, baby. Nice. Very good. Why do nice. I think it's earlier than that? I don't know. Anyway, hey, so and you um, corrected me. You actually like no, no. I thought it was. Anyway, uh, so 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 yeah. I I look. It's it's obviously an older generation game by by today's standards. And I could have been playing any of the other Assassin's Creed because I do have them. And <laughs> if some of you might recall, I do have a resolution to finish one of the Assassin's Creed games by the end of the year. Oh, one of the modern uh, Assassin's it. Creed games. One of the modern to clock it. I, that is, you know, this or beyond. Clock it, yeah. And somehow, I, I don't know, I, I had it on PC or something. I saw it on PC, so I thought I'll, I'll, I'll give it a crack on that. Then I realized the save files don't sync between the PC version, even though it's an Xbox, because um, it's not a... a what were you going to say, Swinny? No, I was just saying, yeah, that... no, I was, I was kind of, I was going to lead into, you know, it's actually not that common for that stuff mm. to happen when the game isn't already, like, Origins wasn't already part of, like, the Windows Store or anything. Mm. So they added that in when it came into Game Pass. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes so sense. there's no, it, for instance, there's no achievement support for the version on the Windows Store on Game Pass either. Mm. So that, like, basically, it's not a Play Anywhere title. Yeah, it makes sense. Which it sucks. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it look, sucks. it sucks, no but it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't really give a shit. It was more. Um, it was more. I got so used to being able to mm. do that, and how awesome it is to be able to just go between platforms seamlessly. That it, I forgot that you can't do it with every single game. So, um, but no, then, I, I think it's a really annoying thing, dude. To be honest, because it's no, like, it's annoying, but you can't. It's yeah, but you can't fault it for all the games and stuff. I don't really give a shit. I do. Um, but in any case, the, I mean, the reason I found out is because obviously the game's just... I was quickly trying it, saving it, and it w- I had a completely different save on, on the Xbox. But on the bright side, I didn't have to start again from the beginning because I had 15 or 16 hours on this game already on, on the Xbox, which I think I put maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe that amount again over the last two, three weeks because it's the only game I've been playing. Um, and... I'm not going to go into into thoughts. I think people have spoken at length about this game, but I'm really enjoying it. I know Intigod, you said he didn't. I think he gave it a crack. Was it Origins that he gave a crack? Or yeah, I think it was Origins, Odyssey. right, Twinny? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one set in Egypt, yeah. I'm really I was just enjoying blown it. away really at the am. start, that, and I'll, I'll be a bit more PG-rated in how I'll say this, but I was playing the game. I'm like, wait, is this like... I literally thought my version was like stuffed up or something, and all the women had lost their tops. Or like a whole bunch of them. I'm like, is this like real? And then I took a video of it and sent it. I think was it just to you, Swinny? Or yeah, it wasn't the me. group chat. I'm like, is this real? Like, is this <laughs> like proper? And you're but like, that yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. happen much after that. Have I? Oh, really? Seen it maybe one. <laughs> no, you find that? 
like it's because it's a yeah. small town. So like when you get into the larger areas like Alexandria and stuff, I, I don't see think it, you yeah. see that stuff as there well. Like, don't you think honest, that's weird that they start anyway? It's, I that's, I maybe it just to entice people. I don't know. But I, I it took me. I don't it think it's meant for me just, like for like titillation. To, you know, yeah, titillation. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's not really for that. But no, it's it's absolutely not. It's very rare that I've seen I've seen that. But really, yeah, yeah, really I, I, no, so I booted, just quickly, I booted it up just to, like, try it out, like, and I'm like, I know what this game is, and it's just not mm. necessarily for Yeah, me. I know what you mean. On it, here's the, here's the interesting thing, so I'm playing it, and, and I have that exact same mentality, but at the same time, I'll give them credit, it's, it's a fantastic game, I actually really enjoy playing it, I enjoyed the mythology behind it, I enjoyed the setting, all of it, I actually really like the gameplay, um, it's very solid gameplay-wise in terms of the different bows you get, different types of weapon, the attacks, the dodging, etc. I had to sort of retrain my brain, because I just loaded a, a, um, a, a save that was, you know, 15-16 hours that I played back in probably 2017, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, how the <laughs> hell do I play this game again after five years, but you get used to it super quick, I figured out the controls and everything super quick, figured out sort of the the things that I still had to upgrade and all that jazz, and I really thoroughly enjoyed it, I actually really enjoyed the gameplay, but there is one thing that I keep going back to, and it keeps making me think, man, if it had this one little thing, to me, the experience would just be so much different. And that is a jump button. That is the one thing about this game that just makes me feel it's slightly too gamey, and it's hard to describe the feeling. And it's purely because everything seems to be sort of contextual based on where you are with your characters. You've got all this freedom, but at the same time, the freedom feels somewhat restricted simply because you can't jump whenever you feel like it. And and it's really weird, like psychologically or something. It 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 just makes it really weird for me the fact that you don't have that feature in a game like this. Because when you think about a game like Elden Ring, something about that freedom that you get about the ability to jump and stuff just makes the game so much more open in that sense. Skyrim, any of those games, the moment you take that single thing away, something about the mechanics just seems different. So yeah, now, I don't know. Cannot, have you not played an Assassin's Creed game before, Mike? <laughs> no, None I of them have a jump. I played, I played, None of them have a jump. No, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. That's why in my head, Assassin's Creed games always felt like I could almost, I could okay, almost yeah, like see enough. it like that's the Matrix. Enough. You just felt and surprised. You no, sound no, surprised. I'm not surprised at all. But I was, no, I'm surprised because I was sitting there trying to think about what makes this game. Like not a hundred percent click with yeah, the way I what I enjoy in games, and honestly, like just just one one quick sec, it's almost like I could see the game as Matrix 3D models, and I could kind of see exactly where like hmm. you can have this ledge and this element is grabbable, and this isn't, and this is where your character will autom- automatically go, and this is literally the same fucking element but with a different texture to be able to do that transition to jump over things, and that to me just kind of like seems gamey in my head. Purely because of the lack of a jump button. It's it's weird. But anyway, what were you going to say? <laughs> Two things. Like, number one, I feel like this episode's like Battle of the Arseholes, Battle of the Bastards or something. <laughs> like, who can be the greatest bastard on the show? Number two, I agree with the... Because se- this is my criticism of this game and just games like this. And your Horizon's a little bit in the same camp as well. But I, I, don't, that. I don't think it's the jump, right? But I do understand what you're saying. To me, like a lot of these games to me just feel play tested to death and you don't have the risk reward factor in the game. It's like when I was playing the opening of Origin, it's sort of like, you know, it feels like I could just mash anything and I'd jump across and make it all across and I could never actually really like 
fall. It felt like everything was just like in place to prevent me from failing. So I don't think it's necessarily like the jump itself. Cause like, I think about a game like dark souls has no jump really. And I never felt restricted in that game personally. No, but I agree, but Dark I don't think Souls the jump is a the core driver. Of level design. This is open. No, correct. You can go anywhere, do whatever you want. Design, and then limiting the player from being able to do such a core thing, but, like go up. Yeah, on, no, on I get a you, but it, you, can, you can still climb. Like, I'm not saying like a jump is a bad thing, right? But I still feel like it's more the thing you're drilling into is that everything is. It's not like you actually have freedom in the game. To me, it feels more like you're on rails and you don't even know it. You the, know, and the, you're just clicking so, like to go to the next like that, yeah. Yeah. As the Assassin's Creed yeah. expert on this yeah, show, that's true. We'll, we'll, well, I, I don't know. Do you know that much about Assassin's Creed? Oh, maybe oh, yeah. a little. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we'll be talking about Assassin's Creed in the first news story as well. Um, okay, <laughs> it's the Assassin's Creed episode. <laughs> the, no amiibo talk, no analog talk. Jesus. There are. Like the complexity in that game, we're not talking just wandering the open world. There are levels and and environmental puzzles and everything that require basically like the the parkour system is very complex in these games. Oh, right? look, it's amazing! And it I'm is. not it's saying amazing. you couldn't add a manual jump and and make it work. It's more that the reason why it's like, for instance, your character almost like gets stuck on stuff and you can't actually force them to fall off is because the complexity ramps up in terms of like the environmental stuff Mm. and these games are designed around that parkour so it's not like a traditional action adventure where oh i'm on a ledge and i'll just fall off and i can Mm. understand like it's 100 percent what you're saying to go is is correct but it's designed that way because the complexity of the environmental basically navigation especially later on as you get into like the the tombs and the dungeons and like the kind of more later stuff where you're actually doing a lot more fancy techniques and stuff that's why it's built that way and it's always mm. been like that mm. so that for instance the you know like these game more recent Assassin's Creed games you can climb on anything whereas that never used to be the case it was only really mm. i think it was black yeah, flag remember, yeah. onwards where you they made it so you can climb basically almost every surface uh, every wall whereas yeah, before pretty, it pretty was very clear climb in this yeah yeah so it's like beautiful. ultimately like what you're both saying is correct but the the game is designed to really kind of be that yeah I, I actually was thinking about that as well i'm like wow if you did have a manual jump button a bunch of these things just wouldn't work as well so i can kind of see be, how the developers it'd be had even to more go, janky than it already it'd is. be probably more janky yeah. and even yeah. so there were a few <laughs> little bugs here and there that i encountered in a game that i thought would be perfectly patched by now but anyway Short of it is, I actually really enjoy it, and I've really I've been drawn to it and wanting to go back and play it some more here and there whenever I get time, and I have a feeling maybe I'll finish it, which will be awesome. Mm. So, uh, Swinny, what about you? Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of shit this week. I actually completed a lot of games. Um, I went back to a bunch of games as well. So um, one of the games that I kind of put on the table and came back to and finished this week was The Gunk. So I finished off the gunk, which was the uh, game, the first 3D game from Image and Form, who are now known as Thunderful Games, I think, the SteamWorld developers. And the gunk is really, really fun. Like, it's not a game that's going to, um, you know, like, blow everybody away, but it's a nice little action-adventure puzzle kind of platformer game um, that, you know, you can beat in maybe five hours or something. It's not super long, maybe even less than that. Um, So that was fun to go back to. Um, the bunch of other stuff, I'll, I'll mention that in a second, uh, kind of got a bit of a challenge for you guys around that because they're all games that have very generic titles that I completed. But the one that I wanted to talk a little bit more about was a game I completed last week, but we didn't have a chance to cover it was Nobody Saves the World. 
So Nobody Saves the World, I've talked a bit about on the show when I kind of tried it out uh, as part of my Game Pass resolution, but I always plan to go back to it. So I did, um, and it took me about 25 hours to 100% the game. It's not a short game. Um, But this, look, Nobody Saves the World is really, really cool. It's from the same developers, Guacamelee and Guacamelee 2. And it's just, it's a really cool mix of, like a Zelda with, you know, some roguelike elements in terms of procedural dungeons and stuff, but the overworld is very Zelda-ish and um, it's almost got some, I know Zelda's kind of steeped in this already, but some Metroidvania elements, which makes sense because Guacamelee was Metroidvania as well. Mm. Um, So it's kind of got that flow of the game design where you're unlocking new areas and stuff. But again, that's almost Zelda as well. But yeah, uh, Nobody Saves the World, cool little top-down game where you're changing forms all the time. But uh, the whole thing about completing missions for every form you've got is built into the whole design, and it's really unique. Like, I don't think I've played another game where it's basically the the little mini missions for each form you have is basically the point of the game and the way you progress to the game, because everything mm. you do basically gives you experience towards your main character and the, the forms as well. But yeah, really, really, really neat. I, I The one thing I'll say about it is that it feels like they could have made the game even shorter because it does feel a bit long in the two flight. You get a little sick of the, the, the process or the cycle, you know, um, after probably about like after 15 hours, I'm like, look, I'm kind of, obviously I'm going to 100% this, but I feel like I probably could have been done now and still be happy. So yeah. When you say that a game's too long, man, it makes me go, fuck, that game must be way too long. Like, it's probably double the length that I'd be happy with. It's, there's also because, like, when you're going for 100% in that game, I think if you were just going for the, just the story completion, it, it would be a a better game experience. Um, Oh, okay. So, yeah. So you're playing the the game to make it work. (laughs) No, well, I'm 100%ing these games. So, you know, like, I've, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. So it's about 15 hours, main story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I, even then, I feel like games... Yeah, I've said it a million times. Games are too long. Like, a small game like this, I'd want this to be like five to ten hours. That's what I really liked about Stray, to be honest. But Oh, uh, yeah. This... I think this game... Like, remember, it is an RPG, and it's an action RPG. So, yeah. like, those games are generally longer than your average games. Uh, That's just true. by design. But anyway. I guess 15 is about the same kind of length that maybe Link to the Past is, so... Hmm. All right, so the what I thought I'd do, so oh. this is my explain the game challenge. So I completed three games, um, and I thought I'd give you guys the title, and you basically got to explain what the game is, and hopefully you guys don't know what these games are. They're pretty obscure. And then whoever I think, well, actually, I'll start off with two, and if you guys need a tiebreaker, then I'll, yeah, I'll do okay. the third one. Mm-hmm. Um so the first title, well, basically, you guys clear on the, on the thing? You, Not really, you can explain but what the game is? No, but well, it is what it is. So it's just, yeah. It's just, yeah, whatever, we'll, just, we'll go with the flow. Yeah, let's go with it. All right, so I completed a game, and uh, I'll, I'll make Mike go first, because I know you need to go. You're oh, just man. like, if you copy him, you, you and your, your game theory. Why, slow, can't we, okay. why can't we spin a wheel or something like yeah, that? Why shouldn't Indigo go first? So oh, no, actually, I meant Indigo. Sorry, I meant Indigo. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Why am I going first? You go first, Indigo. You go first. Why am I going first? Because you always copy. Yeah. Anyway, the first game I Don't completed. Google it. He's trying to Google it. He's getting ready to Google it. Uh, I'm not Googling it. I'll never do that. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. The assumption is you guys okay. would not ruin no, this. No, um, my, my hey, I, I take anything. immense uh, offense at the, the the thought that I would cheat at anything. Yeah. I would win. Well, that's why I did not assume. My hands All are right. up in the air. Gone. So the first game is called Royal Frontier. 
All right. Oh, so we're gonna okay. are we gonna decide who's going first? It's got you go first. No, 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 no. We're not gonna do that. Uh, okay. How do I turn this off? All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. Whoever goes. So, oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Oh fuck me! Oh, it's me. Into okay, fair enough. Go into gut. I love that game about Infinity Burst. Oh, all right. Uh, say say it again because I wasn't listening. <laughs> Royal Frontier. Oh, what kind of game it is okay. in one sentence? It's an Royal RPG Frontier. about a knight. Into God is going first. <laughs> That's okay. I already, so I already awesome. know what the game is about. So do you know what it is? No, I don't know what it is, but I know what. Oh I my think god, it's guys! About. All right, into God. No, but like, if you know the game, we need to pick I don't, a different I game. I don't know he the game. Know. I don't know he the game. Know. Okay, okay. Royal Frontier. So what? What are we gonna do? Like, describe what the game is. Just give me, just give me a brief description of what you think the game is. That's all. RPG. Uh, high fantasy. Uh, set in the Wild West. Okay. Okay, Mike. Mike, you, you can't a, copy me. I no, I think it's an RPG. No, you can't. You can't. You can't copy well, me. Yes, I can. I can copy That's that part because I said it. No, he can. About a knight. Fine. About a knight who's who's going through the bushland of his royal majesty to get to Castle Clit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cancel this segment right here and now. <laughs> Why did so, you so, say that? Because the frontier is is the is 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 actually oh my is, is bush. You know what I mean? Uh, bush, bush. Like, All right, it's going worse to worse, Mike. All right. Okay, what's the second? Game? I was going to give it to you, Mike, because it is closer. But now you're How disqualified. Is How is so that closer? The first one. How yes, can yes, that be closer? Yes. Because it's it's not set in the Wild West, and it is basically you traveling through a forest area. Basically, it's a little roguelite yeah. kind of I won. Almost, I won. almost a myth. Imagine like Oregon Trail roguelite kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But right. turn-based RPG. One point right. to me. Zero points point to you. What a rip! Just because I included it. Well, now you know what not it. to do it. All right, the next one is. <laughs> I was actually legit shocked that you said. That. Are you gonna Are you gonna spin the wheel again, into God? <laughs> no, 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 because uh, Mike goes, so I'm one. No, no, you can go. It's fine. And, <laughs> and you're zero. All right, this is very important for the people who Mike, Mike, you're going first. Okay. Keep Keep it clean. The okay, game clean. that I completed this week, the other game, is called yeah. Monster Harvest. Monster oh, Harvest. I feel like I should know this game. I've heard of this game. Okay. Big zero on your face. I've got AI tracking. Mike. I've, I've installed AI tracking. Mike. <laughs> listeners are waiting. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, listeners. So, uh, Monster Harvest. Okay. It's, it's a game <laughs> where you're a vampire hunter and you are harvesting the organs of different monsters because you're a part-time doctor who's trying to find a cure for this disease that your daughter's experiencing. Uh, but it turns out it's just syphilis, <laughs> which you gave her. All right. What? <laughs> Your daughter and you gave her all syphilis. All right, all right. I said keep it clean. Mike, sorry, into God, into God. <laughs> keep it into clean. God. That's like the least. The clean. game title is Monster Harvest. Into uh, God, what do you I'm going to say it's like a Harvest Moon type game with monsters. Bang on. Yes! It's basically, it's basically Stardew meets um, Pokemon. So I reckon I have seen it, that actually. Indigo is the winner. winner. Yeah. Well winner. done. Well done. Winra. So yeah, I beat those two good. games. They're both. That was really shit. cool. I love that. I love that. Even though I got completely ripped okay, cool. in the first 
first one. It should have been one all. Ah, uh, yeah, that wasn't my own goal or anything. I'm not like a that. loser. I don't just, give a shit. Just be glad you didn't get the third game, which was called Quest Hunter, because that is the most generic name you could possibly give a quest. <laughs> that looks kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right, where are we up to? All right, well, let's move on that's, to, uh, that's what to the been, first game. Yeah, well, no, well, that's what I've been playing this week, but I have actually spent more time in the game we're doing as a little special feature on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right, special features. So, Swinney uh, has been playing uh, a game that we, we kind of segued. Hey, 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 get... All right, I'll just, I'll just lead into, into that. it. I'll lead into it. Just tell I've us, been, Swinney. I've been playing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. Now, this is a new release that came out on the 2nd of September. Um, it's a game I've been talking about for a while on the show. They announced it back, I think it was in a state of play, um, and it is a remaster, and, you know, like, there's, they've added a lot to it, of a, a PlayStation 3 game that was only ever out on PlayStation 3. Sorry, just, my notes are gone. Where are my notes? Um, and now it's on everything, and it's, it's you know, massively upgraded in terms of, uh, like, it's running at, at 60 frames per second on everything but Switch. Poor Switch is running at 30 frames for this game. But, yeah, basically, I... Don't really think of this as in-depth impressions because I haven't spent as much time as I'd like to in the game. And because of the nature of fighting games, like how you approach the game, like I basically have spent most of my time just in practice mode in this game, just learning the characters because there's 50 bloody characters in this game. And and they all play very differently from each other. There's a couple that play similar because of like different versions of the character, like a future version and stuff. But they've all got very unique mechanics. For instance... One character, when you get max out the super meter, you will trigger like a their ultimate life form version. That means that they're in a completely different move set for the rest of that round, and that's the only character I can see in the game that has that kind of mechanic. So it's almost like you know Smash Brothers, the DLC fighters. They they add a lot of unique mechanics oh, yeah. that are only for that. So it's kind of like that for a lot of this in this game. So especially the new characters added. So they did bun- add a bunch into this new version, but. Look, it's been an awesome week for to be a JoJo fan. Mm. Um, so that we an had awesome week if you're a PETA fan, you know the animal people. He just beat up a bloody oh bird. pet shop, yeah, pet shop. So I, I've sometimes your jokes are my yeah. just like where are you going? <laughs> also, it's like I, I need a dump button where we can just press it like or I kill the stream. And now he's hitting the horse. Live. There you go, Mike. Um, I'm gonna put a mute to like a horse. Oh my god. So basically, they dropped the the second batch of uh, so part six is currently being uh, adapted and, and aired on Netflix. So they dropped the second batch of the Stone Ocean anime this week and the game. So it's a massive week for JoJo fans. But the interesting thing for this game is, I've always heard about how it's a, it's a great love letter to the JoJo series and everything because it's a big crossover with all the different characters and different parts and everything. Anyone doesn't know each part has a different protagonist and set of characters, and there is some crossover mm. and stuff. But um, but I had never heard that it was an amazing game, a fighting game. So I really want to find out, is this just for JoJo fans or is it for, for fighting game fans? And honestly, my early time of the game, it, it's not an amazing fighting game so far. There are people mm. that do say this is a, a cool game, and I've seen some high-level play and people playing where you can do some crazy combos. But initially, and it, I did start to click with it more, but initially it felt like the characters felt very, like, movement was very sticky if that makes sense it's like you dash forward and then your character stops and moves really slow and it just didn't feel as smooth as other fighting games that i've been used to i'm not a huge fighting game person i love fighting games but don't get me wrong i'm not like 
you know playing fighting games every week and stuff but i yeah. you know i love my tech and i love my street fighter and stuff but it that feeling did get better and i think that once you start to understand the mechanics and that's the reason why i had to spend a lot of time practice mode there's just lots of mechanics that i just couldn't get to grips with in the game um but it is getting better and i'm only as i said i'm still pretty early on um i ultimately i think look i've got who i'd recommend this game to is i've got i've broken it down to four things right if you're a jojo fan and like fighting games this is a no-brainer i think right if you're a JoJo fan and you're so-so in fighting games, wait till this goes on special because it's a great game for a JoJo fan. If you're a fan of JoJo and you hate fighting games, then just go check out the compilations on YouTube that are already up of the characters. and Because the, like, the cool part about this is you've got a characters that would never interact ever in the series talking to each other and doing one-liners and stuff. It's almost like Mortal Kombat. You've got those cool intro lines. If you're not a JoJo fan, don't bother. That's basically the fourth one. Like, this is a game for JoJo fans from what I've played. Um, it is, there are, like, there's so many top-notch quality fighting games out there that if you're looking for that experience and if you're looking for any kind of online play, this game is not it because it doesn't have rollback netcode. The servers, for instance, Xbox servers were scuffed on launch as well. Not that, you know, obviously that's not everybody playing that, but... This, so I think, yeah, if JoJo fans will love it, fighting game fans, mm, not so much. So I loved your statement. It was very uh, Donald Rumsfeld-esque. It's like, if you're a JoJo fan, da-da-da. If you're not a JoJo fan, if you're thinking about being a JoJo fan. I thought it was a Descartes kind of philosophical one where, try you know, if you believe in God or if you don't and what are the different options, if you do and if you don't, if there is one, if there isn't, blah, 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 like all the permutations and combinations. I, I will be playing this more, so I'll probably, like, after I spend a lot more time, I'll give some, you know, better impressions laid down the line. Not as a segment, just as an ongoing thing. So nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Very good. Cool. All right. So, uh, after months of rumors and reports, the next Assassin's Creed game has finally been officially announced by Ubisoft. Reports have been circulating for months from outlets like Bloomberg that a title was in the works called Assassin's Creed Rift. Do we have a bit of B-roll, boys? Starring everyone's favorite yeah, hidden like, one. Hey, hey, let me be the executive yo, yo, producer. Yo, well, come on, bro, come on, bro. Hit you, me with that B-roll, no, no. come okay, on. You idiot, because you're about to read out something that's connected to the B-roll. That's why I waited. everyone's favorite hidden one from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Basim. See, this, this is the same. This is why I was waiting. Seem all right. Oh, I thought it was this yeah, was day camp. All right. Shut your pretty mouth and host the damn oh. show. Oh, oh, oh. Let the producer produce. Oh, Thank you for calling my mouth pretty. <laughs> so this is in addition to the live service Assassin's Creed Infinity title already in development. Now, Rift was apparently originally planned as a DLC expansion for Valhalla, like the recent Dawn of Ragnarok. The game was spun off into its own thing and became more of a traditional Assassin's Creed title. I don't know how to pronounce the next word, but I'm going to have a crack at it. Eschewing many of the (laughs) open-world RPG elements of the previous three games. Why did you have to put a word in there that I don't know how to pronounce? I kind of assumed you'd throw to me on this one. That's that's why I I wrote it. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Over to you from now on. So thank you. No, you've read that fine. It's it's all good. You said it better than I said uh, perturbed earlier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, Pertubed. more recent reports on this indicated the game's now known as Assassin's Creed Mirage and would be set in Baghdad, um, following the life of of Basim, as we said, but like before the events of Valhalla. So I think a lot of the early reports that I read, we didn't know where that was take place because that makes a huge difference on what the tone and the story of the game will be. 
Um, and uh, yeah, look, there's I can't get into spoilers for anyone that hasn't played Valhalla, but it's he's a very important character to that story. Hmm. Um, and development's been handled by Ubisoft's Bordeaux Studio. So now we jump forward to this week and leaks of the game's artwork and logo and some DLC quests and sh- stuff like that started surfacing that were pulled from the Ubisoft store and it pretty much forced <laughs> Ubisoft's hands to force their hand to announce the game. So they had seemingly, unless they kind of, you know, had already had this leak as part of their whatever guerrilla marketing thing, they have a Ubisoft, Ubisoft forward event on the, on the 10th of September, so next weekend. So that was going to be their reveal of this game. And it still will be the reveal of this game. Um, but yeah, so... Re-reveal. It, well, no, well, announcement reveal to me are kind of two different things. Like a reveal isn't, oh, the game okay. is happening. Yeah, I guess. You know, no, like yep, yep. this is what the game is. This that's is an announcement trailer. and this is a reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. You're wrong, Mike. Everyone's no, no, being an asshole on the show tonight. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, next Assassin's Creed. Um, and as, now... the, as the resident Assassin's Creed mega mm. fan, worldwide mega fan. Yes, uh, who did the, the internet's most... Hated um, Assassin's Creed tier list. Um, is it the most we, hated? Well, we can't tell anymore because them. we can't see the uh, the ratios anymore. Look, I love Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and there we go. <laughs> that lost, oh, oh, lost all the viewers. That lost all the viewers from this oh, clip. Oh, he's he's oh, gone in no lube, oh, just oh, raw dog. He'll turn. He's <laughs> um, like Odyssey's the best. Fuck you all, cunts. <laughs> but from the sounds of it. <laughs> From the mm. that was really rough. From the sounds <laughs> of it, this will be the game that people didn't like Odyssey. Will pr- this sounds like Probably it might. might be the game for How them? How so? In what way? Well, he said it, it, sh- it shoes many of the open world. I don't know what that elements. word means. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> okay. Basically, it, it sounds like it will be getting rid of some of those elements and taking closer back to basics. Now, we don't know what that okay. means exactly. We'll see. It will probably still look like it's Valhalla in some ways, but it will probably get... It might get rid of, for instance, the uh, like the massive skill tree. It might get rid of okay. the... Yep. Sounds the RPG like elements. Well, RPG, yeah. Like, RPG weapon elements. Well, things like, like, player cho- like the player choice stuff, which a lot of that was very surface level anyway, where you actually get dialogue choices, things like that. It sounds like it might not have those kind of elements. Uh, see, I'm playing Origins at the moment, and I t- there's no dialogue choices in that. Yeah, they, they added that in Odyssey. So ah, cool, okay. Um, but nice. basically, like, it sounds like it's a bit more of a return to a traditional version, and that is... I'm all for that in the sense that I, I like variety in these games, and I love those older games. I love the newer games but you know it's i'm i'm happy to play something that's different than Valhalla and 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 the recent games mm-hmm. because it'll just give me a fresher experience and that's Vas- is an awesome character and i'm really happy to see what they do with the story and like talking about his life leading up to the events of Valhalla because yeah it could be really really cool so now one thing i have to say is I I would recommend people to take caution whenever Ubisoft says anything. So I'll just quote, FYI, it won't be the longest or biggest game in the series. They've addressed the criticism on this one. And that's referring to Valhalla, which was by Ubisoft. They kept saying, leading up to it, it's going to be a shorter game. Like we've acknowledged that the games are getting too long. And then if you go on how long to beat, it's the longest game. 
right? So oh yeah, no, they they completely failed at that uh, that statement. Yeah, I, de- I definitely have a feeling it will be shorter, but not. Some people are like oh 15, 20 hours. No, it's not going to be fifteen twenty. No, hours. that's ridiculous. It's going to be like thirty to forty, I think. Um, I mean, okay. it, but dude, can, it might just be the, main the same. Part. It might be the same length as like uh, Odyssey or something, right? Like, so you could this, legitimately say it's shorter the, than Valhalla. The scope of the game seems very different, so I think they're going. Oh. They are going for something okay. different here. That'd be good. But you know, yeah. Origins is an interesting one because it's the first time that I played one of those games where I really didn't give a shit about the markers on the map. I played it and I only went to do side missions if I was underleveled <laughs> or something. Because I know what the formula is like. Go fetch this, go kill this, go do that. I don't really give a shit. Although some of the side <laughs> stuff was actually quite interesting. But there was an element of finally I can <laughs> it just... like, why are you even playing any of these games? <laughs> go find shit, go kill no, something. No, 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 no. So, so like, the, I, I, I finally got to just play the main quest mostly. Yeah. As in whenever I had the opportunity, I just continued the main quest. And I actually, the, the story also made more sense as opposed to being distracted by all the side stuff. But they made it in such a way that at least in, Odyssey, uh, in, in Origins, and I assume maybe the other one, are the same because of the level cap uh, not the level caps but the level um suggestions in certain areas and and, and certain quests that yeah. require a certain level it kind of does force you here and there to go do some side stuff which i actually don't mind well, it, it makes things a bit more interesting and it worked out really well i've talked about it on the show but valhalla changed a lot of that um valhalla is still a massive game and overwhelmingly big but it doesn't the way that this it's not like oh there's a fort here take down the fort it's kind of like they have side quests, but they're more like little story event things that take place in the same area. The thing is with that game, the main campaign is just long. way too long. It is really long. Like it's so much so you're like, oh my god, there's a whole other part here. And I had fun, but it's still like for the average person, massively long. So, so what are your hopes and dreams for this, Swinney, as the AC Mega fan, the Ass Creed I... fan? I really hope that they bring in some elements from the early games, like the actual assassins assassinating crew. people. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, that's all. That's in all these games. The I'm talking the assassins crew that you can have that you basically can call on to take someone down. Mm, they added stuff. Added that in Brotherhood. Um, I hope that they have things like you know, like the shop again, like from Brotherhood, that shops that you can buy, and then it makes you money over time. Like. I, I want them to bring in some of those older elements but modernize them a bit and I mm. think it would add a, some really cool stuff um, and just a just a neat story um, I think is is what I really want from this game. So. How about length? What kind of length are you into? That is a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look, I'm happy if this game is 30, 40, 40 hours. That, that seems spot on for me. So Completion or just main? Inches. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't. To me, it's one of the same. Like I do everything in these games at the same time. So you do it all. It always conflates. It always conflates my like my impression of what the game, how long the game takes to complete because I do everything anyway. So yeah. yeah. And also, like, sorry, did we put it in that it's going to come out supposedly springtime twenty twenty three? I guess it's still rumorville. Yeah, well, that was the rumors. I didn't put it in there just because okay, I forgot. Okay. So, <laughs> so what, like, early next oh, year? I, I, really I got to remember winter, spring. spring so that's yeah, like it's early next summer. year. Yeah, okay, okay. Before, lucky yeah. my head still thinks Europe, yeah. so it's really easy. Oh, does it? Anyway, even to this day, I still think December is fucking cold, even though it's Damn. not. It's the opposite. Anyway, next week we will have more details when they officially reveal it at the Ubisoft Award. Yeah, that would be really exciting. Yeah. Uh, is that going to be in time for the show? It just is, right? Yeah, just in time for the show. 
because it's 10th over there, right? So Yeah, so it'll be on like Sunday. Sunday, Sunday in the morning. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'll have to write our notes up then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else get, like rumored for the Ubisoft event? I know most things leak for it, so... I don't know, to be honest. Okay. I really do. Because honestly, like I'm not hugely interested in the rest of Ubisoft's catalogs, so... Um... As the big Ubisoft fan, it never happened. But give us a child of light too. There you go. Skull and Bones is coming out shortly. That's like uh, around. Is it on the same day as God of War Ragnarok? (laughs) I think it might be like the day before or something. Oh, and it's a paid game. Not maybe they're going to announce it's it's going to be free. Like I I think it's dead in the water if it's not. Uh, The other one is Mario Rabbids too. So maybe they'll have some more stuff about that, which I'll be pretty hyped about. Because I think there would be DLC, but maybe they'll announce that afterwards. So, all right, that's cool. Nice, awesome. So, uh, the troubles for Halo Infinite roll on as three four three Industries have announced they will no longer be adding local split screen co op of the game's campaign. Swinny into God, both of you are huge long time co op Halo fans. Tell us more about this. Huge fans. Huge fans. We dabbled in it. Dabbled in it. <laughs> yeah, we, we dabbled. We dabbled. Look, like, I wanted to put this in because... Had, did you guys end up watching this 30-minute update? Nope. Okay. I, I, I gotta say, man, I, I have has anyone mismanaged their core IP as hard and bad as Microsoft? Ooh, with Halo, I was thinking I'm about really this trying as well. to. I was yeah. trying to think maybe, about it, man. I mean, if you if you count Sonic, don't yeah. maybe, but <laughs> no, I, no, but, I, but I if you if you're talking like <laughs> big, like you know, big players these days, and no, 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 no one's managed Halo more than I would than say. Three three. Count Sonic, they still they like you know the movies are kicking goals. Like my kids actually tease me and they go they like Sonic more than Mario the bastards. I'm talking the history of Sonic, yeah. Like, Halo's never had a Sonic 2006, but well, yeah. this is this, yeah. Let, Pretty close. So let's actually let's actually provide Pretty some close. information right. about this before we give too much. So, would you want to go? I'll I'll do it again. All right. Um. So the news was shared as part of that update. This video you said um, discussing Halo Infinite's roadmap. So they say local co-op was cancelled, and this they say in order to improve and accelerate ongoing live service development and to better address player feedback and quality of life and quality of life updates right now local co-op has been a really traditional you know long-running feature for the halo series only halo 5 didn't have co-op at least in the main halo game uh, local co-op in the main halo games um, but they said, you know, oh, we're bringing it back and everyone was super happy. Now, I think a lot of people, look, let's be real. A lot of people will probably play co-op online anyway, but I think, oh, of course. The fact, but I think it's the fact that they promised this as well. They promised it and they've canceled it. And there are people that were waiting for this and now they're like, now, now we can't play it, you know, like we used to play the old Halo games and it absolutely sucks, man. It really, really sucks. Oh, and dude, like, by the way, like, I genuinely was looking forward to the online co-op. Because in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, maybe Swinny and I will go play the online co-op. Maybe after playing It Takes Two. But, um... Well, that's still still coming, to be clear. It's just delayed. No, but can I just say, that's meant to be August. So I assumed, because it it went into August. Remember, I was talking about it a few weeks Mm. ago on the show. I'm like, when's it coming out? Is it coming out later in the month? Mm. Because they hadn't said anything about it. 
Then they had this update, and they're like, oh, the online campaign, the co-op campaign, is actually going to be November. I'm like, what mm, the right. fuck, well, man? Now that we're covering the... Let's cover the other stuff then. I thought yeah, we were talking yeah. about locals. So basically... Well, I want to get back to local as well. Yeah. So they also announced a whole bunch of other disappointing things and delays around their features. So the online co-op, as you said, is pushed back to November, originally in August. Forge mode, which was already going to be an open beta, um, will arrive in November, pushed back from September. And uh, Season 3, um, you know, the battle passes and all that content stuff has also been delayed. I'm not sure the original um, update... Uh, release period of that but that's delayed to march so basically i'm sure there were positive things in that video that i didn't watch i like i'm being honest like i'm just kind of pulling out the the notable stuff from this for me i'm sure there's positive news in there but there's this is a whole load of bloody disappointing news for halo fans in one go like what are the fuck are they doing, man? Look, like, like they get rid of a lot of people or something. Well, yeah. All right, like, because I'm probably closer to it because I, I actually like Halo a lot, but yeah, I don't. So Joseph Staten is basically the head honcho at like in on point for Halo. There's other people who are on point for the multiplayer, like live service element of it, etc. But just off the bat, I mean, he came in very late in the piece, and I've actually read and listened to a lot of interviews with him. So, like, when he came in, he was like, okay, this, like, he, they did an assessment and he's like, went back to management. So, you know, Phil Spencer, all the management team there. And he's like, look, guys, like, this is not coming out, <laughs> like, when the Xbox launches. I'm telling you that right now. Number one. Number two, we're going to have to, like, cut so much stuff out of the game because it's, to polish all that stuff, it's going to take, like, four years, right? So, it's like, we're going to cut all this game back, re rejig a whole bunch of it. Because it was all meant to be open world. The whole game was meant to be open world. And that's kind of how it was structured. But it just was so, like, mm. it wasn't polished, right? And you Even know, the end the, the end result was not polished. That's opinion. the thing. It this is the thing, so right? bland. And I don't necessarily blame him so much because it was so late in the piece that he joined. Like, joining a project when it's, like, six months to launch, you can't really blame that person too much because these are a five-year development thing normally. But goddamn, this game has been... And the Halo franchise has been completely mismanaged by 343, right? Like, ever since they launched the Master Chief Collection, which was a disaster, a com- unmitigated disaster, like, way worse than Cyberpunk 2077 levels, they should have, like, either been, like, taken off the Halo franchise completely by Microsoft, or Microsoft needed to intervene properly into the, the studio. And to me, quite honestly, like, I feel like, they need to make a drastic change with Halo, with, like, what's going on. Because I I honestly, my opinion is they should just, like, forget about even, like, and this is even crazy to say, but they should just forget about online co-op, forge mode, like, try to get the online game working well and then just say to everyone, like, we fucked it up and we're moving on to the next game and we will make it right with the next game. Because this game is just... It's kind of going to be a no man's land, man. Like, even if they improve all of this stuff, it was literally meant to come out in, like, what, 2020? Like, the end of 2020. And they won't even have all the full features by the end of, basically, now 2022. And they rolled out the game in the weirdest way with, like, online multiplayer, then the single-player campaign, promising they're going to have co-op, then ditching local co-op, then bringing online co-op, and then delaying the online co-op, and not having forge mode... It's all this stuff that, like, Swinney, like, we had in, like, Halo 3 Mm. in 2007. 
Imagine if all that was stretched out over two years. You'd be like, no, sorry. The when it comes to the campaign, obviously the campaign was a very different style than the other earlier Halo games. But when it comes to like the Forge mode, and I know it's way more advanced than yeah. what it was, let's say in Halo Three, but that stuff was there at launch. Forge Correct. mode, you know, Correct. it's it's and obviously the co-op stuff. But I under, look, I understand with co-op when we're talking that more open world is more advanced than the level system of the other Halo games. But like, just man, like the co-op in Halo campaigns was like the way to play Halo campaigns. Exactly. And they just they that, absolutely shit the bed with this. They really did. And remember when it was leading up, I was like, I don't want to play it by myself, single player. I want to play co-op. Hmm. And then they sort of like late, like very last minute announced, oh no, the co-op is going to be delayed and separated. I'm like, what? Like, well, but like I know it's like, I don't normally do this, but I also genuinely don't understand how it's so hard to have online co-op. Like, why is this like such an impossible thing to build? Like, it seems like they did not build it with it in mind. Well, that's what I'm saying. It has to be something to do with the way they structured the game. Yeah. Like open areas. Um, the question, did Halo, did, was Inf- Infinite, was that last December or last November or something? Was it, has it, so is, is this going to be a year? Yeah. To add in online co-op? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was November, remember, because I, I predicted for the Halo 20th anniversary, they'll release like the online multiplayer. They'll split it out. It's exactly yeah. what they did. Yeah. Right. So it was meant to come out November with the launch of the Xbox Series X, November 2020. It launched, like, I think a year later, the game, like the multiplayer game. And I think it was December when the single player came in, came out. And now, like, yeah, the co-op is going to be November. And then who knows if they're going to hit November? I mean, like, well, the yeah. way they've been hitting these dates, it might not be November. And I am working on a pretty big project myself. Like, once you get close to November and it starts to creep into, hey, you could be going over the Christmas period... And that that could push it all all the way back out to like January and February after that. So, like, I, like honestly, do you think it's crazy what I'm saying, Swinney? Like, basically, look, this is a clusterfuck at this point. Let's cut our losses. Let's. Nah, they let's... they need online co-op in this game. You reckon? Because they, they just yeah, can't because do there's it. a lot of there's a lot of paying customers that. Well, more so than the local, like mm. they need a form of co-op in this game. Because it would have been so good to have. The, it. I, I collected by myself, but, but man, like the, that is like too. that local, like split screen. That's 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 a massive loss. But online co-op, they need that in this game. Mm. They well, do. I'll say it like this then: if you have that view, I think by that logic, they sh- they've made a, a really massive error cutting local co-op. Right? I I think the view is either. We have to prove that we can live to our commitments. So, you know, we're doing local co-op, but we are pushing it out, right? And it's going to come next year, right? Like, I think that's different than saying it's cut completely. I just think, like, you either are cutting and really going, okay, look. Like, because to me, it's like, what's the point of cutting it? Why are you cutting it? Right? Maybe they just couldn't get it to work. Of course they can. They can get it to work. It's just going to take time. Anything's possible, Right. It's not like the first time they've ever done split screen co-op, so... But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they just couldn't get it to work with this new version of Halo, mm. this new design of Halo, um, in a way that actually made it, like, 
work. But look, all I'm saying with online co-op, I don't. I'd love to see what the numbers are, but like the percentage of people that play this online co-op versus local is was be immeasurably larger. Oh, that's of course, why they probably that's, and that's, stuff, and they did that's why they need it. Like, that's why they need yeah. it. But don't promise it, right? Like I totally agree with what you're saying. It's probably like three percent of people play local split screen versus not. Because I, I can even see the analog with uh, Rocket League. Because when you play Rocket League, you can tell if someone's playing split, split screen because it actually has like the name and then it will have like the name and then brackets one. And it's just really clear that it's a split screen player. And that would be like one in every 50 games or 70 games that I'd see someone with local co-op. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know, I'm not saying it's like not hardly anyone's playing. Of course, like hardly anyone's playing, mm-hmm. but don't promise it. It's like... It's just playing into the narrative again that these guys can't deliver. And I, I I genuinely think that Halo could be massive. Like, again, and it's not. It really, it's kind of becoming irrelevant, honestly, for Microsoft. There, there was a moment around launch that it felt like it was a... Like, there was... It had an opportunity, was, yeah. Yeah, and there was hype there. Like, yeah. like it felt like a return of of the halo like being popular with the, yeah, the mainstream yeah. again as oh no halo's always a big seller don't get me wrong but like it felt like a return to form and then all this stuff just started happening that and you know like we know communities always like complain about they complain about legitimate things but also complain about small things but the amount of like unhappy people um, the way that they'd locked the content behind with the new free-to-play stuff. And yeah. it was just, it just felt like a, a miss there. But it, anyway. it was a total miss. Like, just to wrap it up from my end, at least, like, I was playing Splitgate, which I think is an awesome game, highly recommended to people who want to play something like a Halo game. Uh, super awesome game. I was really hyped about Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Like, I was really going to be like, okay, I could buy into this, like, Rocket League levels, because I loved playing Halo 3 back in the day. And, you know, Battlefield was a disaster when it launched. Call of Duty was a disaster. It was a perfect timing for Halo to do well. And that game was fucking... It's still buggy as hell. Nothing's introduced. Like, the game modes are, like, so basic. Like, Halo 3 just embarrasses it in terms of, like, the stuff you can do compared to the online version of Halo Infinite. It's just... It's super disappointing. Like... But I guess, you know, hey, five years time from now, maybe there's going to be a new Halo game and we're going to go through this whole song and dance again, getting hyped about it and getting excited about it, Mike. Perhaps. All right, uh, over to our next piece of news. Praise the funds. From software's parent company, Kodokawa Corporation has announced that it is selling a big chunk of shares to Sony Interactive Entertainment and Tencent subsidiary Six Joy Hong Kong. Once the shares have been issued, Sony will own 14.09% of From Software, while Six Joe will own 16.25%, with Kado- Kadokawa continuing to own the remaining 69.66%. Hey. Nice, now, Intergod, you're the uh, into the finance, into the business side of things. What okay. do you make of this? <laughs> okay, well, it's an acquisition, but uh, no, no, it's interesting. I think. Sony getting into this space, like they've obviously, you know, it, it, to me, it's a little bit of a preventive move for Microsoft to a degree. I Like, it's interesting that these acquisitions at least announced at the same time. I kind of wonder how much Sony is working with Tencent on this one as well to try to like put a blocker into Microsoft. Because now what it means is the Microsoft to 
they're just not going to buy something and get like two thirds of it. Whereas Sony and Tencent are going to own the rest. It's, that's just too hard to manage as a company. So I genuinely think they were getting nervous that a Microsoft might come in and basically, you know, lock down the next Dark Souls slash Elden Ring slash Bloodborne to, well, that, you know, park that one actually, because Sony owns that IP, but yeah, it's just, uh, to me, a preventative measure. I don't think it's anything to do with, like, Sony trying to get it exclusively. It's more just making sure it doesn't become exclusive to Microsoft. That's my perspective on it. Don't see, like, what Sony could get from it outside of that because they don't own enough of it to bring it in-house like Bungie and actually use them for other features. Also, I'm not really sure, like, with From, you know, like, they make amazing games, like some of now my favourite games, but from a development house point of view i don't think anything specifically with their tech is next level or anything like that it's really more the creative people behind it like almost a la nintendo where you wouldn't pick them up for tech stuff but it's more just like the design perspective mm-hmm. that they just shoot the lights out but uh swinney how about yourself do you, do you sort of have a reflection on that one? Oh, look this is it it's not surprising i'm surprised that sony kind of hasn't made this move Earlier, I know they um, did. They own a partial amount already, or am I misremembering? Yes, that? they did. But that's yeah. that's so one thing. Like, and you, you, you're more of a Japanese expert than I am. I'm not a Japanese expert at all. But with Japanese companies, they do this weird thing, which I like. I think it's kind of interesting, and you know, probably should do it more in the West. But they actually often buy small interests in each other, like minority, like super minority stakes, like. Oh. 0.5% of a company or 1% of a company. It's like almost like a respect type of thing. Like it's it's weird, but mm. it's super common to see like even Nintendo owning like little shareholdings in companies they deal a lot with. Um, so I think it was more that. I think they only owned a tiny yeah. percent. This is I'm, a massive upping of the stake. And to be clear, I'm definitely not an expert on Japanese business. <laughs> <laughs> just be business, clear. Business, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention, so Katakawa actually their statement around this was saying that these funds basically allow them to help them potentially to publish from from software to be able to publish their own games worldwide. So that was the focus they did in their statement. Now, obviously, public statements versus what the actual reason was is, you know, the things that can be different. But basically, mm. we know that, you know, Bandai Namco publish Elder Ring worldwide and the Dark Souls games and stuff. Whereas um, I'm not sure about Elden Ring, but I know Dark Souls was published by FromSoft in Japan, right? Well, most, I think almost all From games was, are published by From. I wasn't sure about Elden Ring, so I didn't want to say it. But basically, and Activision, for instance, published Sekiro worldwide. So now that's interesting because Bandai Namco last week, uh, specifically Bandai Namco Europe, were basically saying that they're working hard behind the scenes to secure IP and partnerships with developers in an attempt to protect themselves from the impact of industry consolidation. (laughs) So the timing of that was really interesting to come just before um, all this announcement. It's basically they're seeing the writing on the wall that Obviously, from software's games are a massive money maker for Bandai Namco, and if they don't have a piece of that pie, that's that's a massive impact to their business. So it's it's interesting. It's I don't know, like I don't fall either side of I like this or I don't like this. I but any change worries me when it comes to FromSoft because they've just been going, they're putting out banger after banger, oh, and it's yeah. like. I don't want that to change. Yeah. You know? I don't want anything to change. Don't rock the boat, people. 
I just checked all the games that Miyazaki worked on. And outside of, you know, obviously Bloodborne, which is published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, and, you know, like the VR ones, they're all published by From in Japan. Yeah. And everything about From strikes me as like they are absolute control freak psychos, Mm. right? So I think it's probably to me less about money and things like that. Because, you know, there's obviously money on the table if you're a publisher. Like they'll get a bigger piece of the pie versus if you publish it yourself and you're successful, right? Mm. But I think they just completely back themselves now. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they're going to make a great game for their next game, whatever the game is going to be. Hopefully not Elden Ring 2. I, I know, look, I know business is not all about like, oh, well, you know, you did us good in the past kind of respect. Some, you know, sometimes it's about yeah. pure money and stuff. But, I mean, Bandai Namco absolutely, like, killed it with the marketing of the of Dark Souls, the first Dark Souls mm. game, right? That game, like, they went abs- to town on marketing of that and... That is part of the reason of it. So obviously it's a great game and it would have got through at some point. But Demon's Souls was also a great game and that didn't hit like Dark Souls. And part of that was the whole prepare to die marketing from Bandai Namco. And the (laughs) Elder Ring marketing was insane from them as well. So, So it is like, I know that's not the way business works, but part of me is like Bandai Namco have done really well by their games, I think from a publisher standpoint. So Mm. it's a shame if they kind of get cut from that i think mm. yeah i mean yeah i get what you're saying i i think i still prefer companies publishing their own stuff if they can because they then can control the whole chain and also by the way we don't know you know how there was the elden ring leaks like mm. leading up to the game we don't know what the origin of those leaks were right and if you have a publisher involved, it just means that you've got another thing that you're not necessarily yeah. fully in control of, right? Well, it's, it's funny. Every Dark Souls game, I don't know about Sekiro and uh, Bloodborne, did, like they all had some form of leak about them. It's kind of wild. Yeah. So you do wonder, though, like, because some of these companies are really crazy on that kind of stuff, you know, like can be very Apple-like in terms of their confidentiality and obsession mm-hmm. about, you know, keeping those secrets in-house, like Nintendo. So I kind of wonder that as well. Like it will completely remove a huge factor of that going out. Uh, outside of that, this definitely means that they will have mobile games, which is interesting. I'm not sure how we all feel about that. And Look, in and of itself, not a problem. We'll just wait. And, and yeah. before we go back to that, and the other one is like, we definitely will have a movie slash TV show, something like that in this space. That would be cool. But yeah, but <laughs> Swinney, could you could I see you playing a Dark Souls mobile game? I think the like when we're talking the Japanese mobile gaming market is very different than here. It's so true. I think that it will allow them to do more stuff like that. But like I could see like Armored Core being a good mobile series. But Mike, you were you were a no, no. I was just that. gonna say, look, in and of itself, whatever. We all know my views on on mobile mm-hmm. gaming in that sense, and not all mobile games are bad games. Um, I just think it. It can do two things. One, it can take away resources from building actual great games that people want to play, like Elden Ring. I don't think so. I think it absolutely does because you throw more people at it, sure, but that's not the same bunch of developers, and it's not the same the same developer at that point. It's a different thing. And secondly, I don't know what the developers working on those games are, but these games have predominantly been. Um, well, they're multiplayer experiences to to a large extent, but really, it's it's a it's a single player experience at its core in many many ways. 
with the addition of the ability to still do online stuff. Absolutely. But I feel like I don't want to speak on behalf of any developers or anything, obviously, because I have no idea what their views are. But I can imagine that culturally, something like this can have an impact where if, you know, for example, if I was working for a company that was making really cool indie games or single player games, etc., and it was bought out by a parent company that loves mobile games and started allocating a bunch of us to work on mobile games, it changes the culture of the entire thing. And I think it can have a detrimental impact potentially on what the team is like and the, the work that they're doing. And you might start seeing people leave. You might start seeing the whole thing completely change. And I think there is a chance and there's a risk that it's just not going to be the same from software that we know and love today. I think, we'll uh, see. I think, yeah, I think you're, you're getting very excited and I'll, I'll argue about the whole point about it's not a zero sum game, right? Like this is, this is finance one-on-one, right? This is where they're literally giving money because they're buying in, they're giving money. And essentially what they will be able to do now from is say, okay, we can scale up our work workforce, like add another 50, hundred people. They don't actually have many people at from software. Um, and I bet a part of this deal will be, they're basically allowing Tencent to go and create mobile IP probably on the ancillary of like some of their other properties, not like, Hey, this is a mainline kind of thing. And I bet they would have very little to do with it. And with the money that they're getting, they're actually able to do more, like potentially even add an extra game to their arsenal. So like I, I can see a situation where this is not at, at, at all taking away from their resourcing is adding to their resourcing, giving more security for what they want to do. Um, and I don't know, you see something like, what is it called? Deracine? Is that how you say it? Deracine? The VR uh, one? Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I don't know yeah, how to pronounce yeah. it, but, yeah. you know, like it could be something like that from a mobile perspective as well. Like something from like their minds, but not necessarily fully related to like any of their IP. So I don't think it's going to have a major impact on them. But what I am excited about is like the Sony angle of like, hey, they could literally go and make... Uh, Dark Souls movie, TV series, something like that. I mean, if that was ever going to happen, this is the moment given how crazy everyone's getting with like video game IP and just greenlining everything. Mm. I'd be all for that shit. Like imagine a Bloodborne like TV series, how insane that would be in terms of hype and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd absolutely be, be loving that kind of stuff. Sorry, Gaswini. No, uh, I mean, look, I've, I'd... I'd have to see really what they do with that because the the style of storytelling in these games is so different than your traditional storytelling that you could adapt to a, a TV or something, but TV series. But hey, look, it, no, they could. I'd love a like an animated film or something. You know, like I don't anime, know about yeah. like or like or like a three D CG film or something. Like I could see that being cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, but no, big big news in in the space, and uh, it's not the end of the mobile gaming discussion no it's not no and that's because this week sony has announced that they had acquired mobile game developer savage game studios making the launch of playstation studios mobile division sony are really on a huge buying spree in a post in their official blog playstation studios head herman holst talked about this new division saying that savage game studios is joining a newly created playstation studios mobile division which will operate independently from our console development and focus on innovative on-the-go experiences based on new and existing playstation ip 
Hmm, what do you think of this one, boys? It's, I mean, it falls in line with our discussion um, back, I think it was in, in 1st of June was the episode, I, lo- I looked it up, that we were talking about Jim Ryan, uh, PlayStation boss, talking about... Um, Jack Ryan? Yes, our favourite CIA agent. Um, <laughs> basically, at the time, we're like, wait, they're saying that, you know, like, they're going to split their releases between, you know, like console pc and mobile and we're like what mobile games are they got coming out because it said they're gonna have 10 percent of their releases on mobile at the end of this financial year well there you go um they already obviously had this acquisition lined up uh, because savage game studios apparently already working on a live action uh sorry live service mobile game so yeah they're going hard in the paint on the live service stuff aren't they like Mm. i mean it's something that they've fully identified and now you know how we're both twenty going almost into the back catalogue of Sony AAA titles. Hmm. It's, you know, going through them, I'm like, fuck, there is an element of similarity in the, in the zone of what they do. Like playing Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, like Last of Us. I'm like, there's something about it that it's it's kind of like the same game to a degree. Um, these these third person action adventures, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're just like the the narrative, the structures, the the beats. It's quite like similar. Like you can kind of see a tone of all of them. Mm. So uh, yeah, like the Bungie acquisition was massive. It's still so weird. I keep forgetting they acquired Bungie. Well, That's... it's and it's so weird that they're not like hard under like this division it's like they're a separate thing that they can do what they want it's so weird the way they've structured it did that close did that deal close did that Uh, i think it did finalize i think i think it has like there's no risk to it closing Um, so 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 it's just on a completely random side note um playstation studios head herman holst am i like am i crazy every time i read his name i think of that tv sitcom uh herman's head (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that had uh was it the voice of lisa simpson yeah 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 Oh, I just cannot think of that show. Um, well, he's yeah. done well, hasn't he? It's crazy, like, coming from, um, what's the studio that does Horizon? I can't even remember. At Gorilla Games. Yeah, Gorilla Games. And now he's, like, he's one of the head honchos at Sony, so. I will say they did state that, look, you know, like, of course they're going to say this, but, like, it doesn't change their approach to their AAA console no. development and stuff, just like the PC stuff doesn't. Um it is going to be interesting to see what IPs they bring over. You know, um, Astrobot is obviously a one yeah, that would be, make a good transition. They've already done a Sackboy mobile title in the past, so they could always bring something like that back. Um, it'd be interesting if they bring over anything like you God of Wars. I don't can't see Last of Us ever having a mobile game. <laughs> Unless maybe they do. Maybe they do a multiplayer like the Last of Us multiplayer thing on there, but. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting what they do. Outside of the whole, you know, this I think look, none of us are fans of mobile games, but outside of that core element of, you know, just ripping people off and whales and stuff, like it feels like no other mobile game really is successful outside of doing that. Hmm. It just I don't know if it's translating that well. Like it's just kind of weird to me cuz like look at Nintendo, right? They 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 tried to do it right sort of with things like Super Mario Run and people are like what I gotta pay $10 and I don't have to pay anything after that this is bullshit and it just doesn't work in the mobile space just given the people in there so yeah yeah so Mike I, you know as the as the number one fan of mobile gaming on this show <laughs> uh-huh. you uh, you a fan of this move 
I'm not a fan of any mobile game move because I don't. I don't want to rehash things I've spoken about multiple, many, many times before. I mean, look, it makes sense from from a Sony perspective to buy stuff like this, um, purely because it, it it it's a revenue, it's a cash cow for them. I think some of these studios. So, um, and it's a market that I think, for better or worse, is going to keep growing and growing and growing potentially. Um, it's not something I enjoy whatsoever. Um, I mean, you guys know I've got the smallest iPhone possible. I use it as a phone mostly and sometimes YouTube. Mm. It's not the kind of thing that I, I play on. Um, maybe if I had a different device, sure. But I intentionally, you know, take myself away from spending too much time on these kind of devices. Um, I, I, so, I, 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 feel, I feel like this is a little bit awkward, guys. Um I, you know, as the executive producer, you know, I do the deals behind the scenes and, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're kind of, you know, we need some ad that. money. And, <laughs> I, and I, 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 this is awkward now that you just said that, Mike, but this week's show is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Jump into Come the game. <laughs> Type in Big Week Pod and get a thousand credits. It's basically Whoa, free. I personally love this game. Oh, I totally. find it really mm, enjoyable. Mm. Don't you, you Mike? Sh- I got the logo tattooed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> we actually do get we're a lot of offers to advertise. I, we're we luckily do, it's a crypto. We're shit. very um, no, no. We get like like people reach out Thanks. to advertise games, like regular mobile games and stuff like that, but. You know, we're selfishly very lucky that we don't need money from the show, so we can literally say "fuck you." I, we don't give a shit. So. My my last thought around this is that the reason why <laughs> I don't mind this move, even though I'm not a big fan of mobile gaming, because I do try to get into mobile games, is that the only way I think the that side of the industry is going to improve is by bigger players playing in it. I think that's the only way at this point that I think it's going to improve mm. because it, there are already indie games out there on mobile gaming that just don't get the attention, uh, are good experiences, and you can purchase once off. There are games like that. But uh, I think that, yeah, the only way I think it's going to get better is is by people like this coming in. Can, so. can I just counter that in a little way? Because it's a bit like if you care about games, you'll get a Steam Deck, you'll get a Switch, you'll get, you know what I mean? Like there's so many other ways to game. No, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, Swinny, but... Mm. I feel like if Apple Arcade, they couldn't get that working really, really well. Even though they say it's successful, it doesn't look successful based on the numbers of what I see. But well, if I if I had an iPhone, I'd actually be playing those games. Oh, so... it, dude, like you would love like so, Mike. Yeah. With Apple Arcade, it's like no monet. Well, I believe it's like no monetization the way it's meant to work. Mm. Like you can't pay extra, from what I remember. Yeah. So that's the same as like the Google Play version of Apple Arcade is the versions in there aren't monetized. Yeah. Um, and I do play those games. Mm. It's just that, like, yeah, it is what it is. You know, so. mm. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's move on to the next uh, bit of news. So AMD have revealed their latest CPUs, the 7000 series Ryzen chips, along with a bunch of other things in their recent press conference, or premiere as they like to call it. And, well, it's all about performance, baby. So uh, the latest... <laughs> Demonstrate. They actually set performance 
67 times I counted in <laughs> in their uh in their premiere announcement. Um did you did you notice I saying it a lot and then restart? I noticed they said it a lot and then I went and hang we, on a minute. How many bloody you went times back I actually to start saying counting, it? Okay. And then I went back started counting and uh, look I may have missed a couple Man, of Man you must have been sick this my, week. My my <laughs> my sick in the head. My conspiracy theory is that maybe I missed a couple and some script writer because obviously someone writes these scripts made 69 as a joke and then just wrote the script or they cut some stuff out or they didn't pronounce it properly i don't know but i feel like it's too much of a coincidence anyway so there were 67 of them uh not important how many there are but what is important is is the huge announcements around around this and look all jokes aside the performance is looking pretty good so the new chips uh, sit on a six uh, nanometer die, if I'm not mistaken. They will require DDR5 memory. So any of the memory that you have today, you got to throw that out the window and buy whole new memory. Oh, really? Although, yeah, DDR5 uh, only. This Although is why I, I need to... to understand this update from you. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, okay. So, so, okay, <laughs> so you, it, it, it's the new AM5 platform. So, um, so AM5 socket LGA. So socket LGA is basically what Intel uses at the moment. So current Ryzen chips, um, much like your chip running on AM4 sockets and AM4 has been around for a little while. It's actually pretty cool what AMD did with being able to retain the same socket for so long. Um, so since the the very first, uh, Ryzen, so the, the series that you might have, um, all the way up to now, well, the Series 4 wasn't actually um, for, for desktops, but you have one, you've got the two, you've got the three, you've got the five. They all ran on AM4. Um, so you could basically, you know, use certain motherboards for, for generations that came afterwards. Um, it, it was awesome to be able to do something like that. However, now it's all running on AM5 um, socket. And the one of the biggest differences as well is they've actually switched over to LGA. So, so the pins currently are on the chip itself whereas intel have the pins on the actual motherboard and the chip itself is basically flat um so what's happening now is exactly that so 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 the new motherboards will have the actual pins and the new chips themselves will be effectively flat um but completely new new socket as well i know this is why you're like what this, is, this is this is winnie's on? brain right now <laughs> the, no, uh, i was actually looking the, up what ryzen i had i'm like how far <laughs> how far behind i, I am I've got no. He doesn't no, have twenty six hundred. I've got, got a, I've no. I've got a Ryzen five sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Yep. Yeah, cool. Okay. So that's like the the. the I have no idea how old or bad or good that is. That's bad because so. mine's bad and oh, yours is worse. Look, they're still for, well, for mine's pretty old. A lot of intents and purposes, it's still a, a very decent C- CPU. So, uh, but in your case, I mean, depending on what motherboard you have, what what I'm trying to say is that you could probably upgrade to like the two or. Th- Maybe even the three series. I I don't know because I don't know what kind of motherboard you have. Um, which with Intel you can't do that in a lot of instances where they've retained the same socket for so long that you're able to just kind of go fuck it. This CPU is uh, CPU is getting a little you know long in the tooth. You could just go out buy another CPU and it'll work on your motherboard. Basically. Oh really? I didn't know that. Okay, well, not not on all. You, there's you can look online and you can kind of see depending yeah, on your yeah, motherboard. Yeah. Like I said, what uh, where it cuts off, and as long as you update your BIOS, you, you should be able to do it. So for example, when my board came out, um, or when I when I purchased my board, um the three series so the 3000 series were out and i was running the 3000 series when the next series came out um with a bios upgrade i can run the 5000 series on my board no problem which is exactly what i did and it's pretty cool because you can kind of 
upgrade through to uh, three generations. Um, so obviously you're going to need a new motherboard if you want any of these chips. You're going to need uh, new RAM. So there's a bit of a cost in there. Although I did mm-hmm. notice that RAM surprisingly wasn't as expensive as I thought. I've been seeing some pretty good deals on DDR5 RAM. It's gone way down, man. Um, it 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 dropped down quite a bit, and I think it it also is good news, I guess, for people who are buying the current generation because I'm expecting higher capacity RAM to also drop down in price when it comes to DDR4. Um, and honestly, you know, like the CPU that I have at the moment, the 5950, is 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 a mind blowingly amazing CPU. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually use that's it, basically you know, like the ba- the most powerful at currently the moment, available. It's probably the best consumer currently available consumer CPU. CPU. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, the important part is how big is the box, Mike? Yeah, the box. You know, ironically, ironically, I'm, <laughs> oh, I won't bring the boxes out. I can't bring it out. Why did you do it? My cat is sleeping on me. My cat is sleeping on me. So I'm not gonna do it. Yes. No, but hang on. Hear me out. I actually just hear me out for a sec because this is kind of weird. So I've got, I've got, I've got multiple chips and multiple boxes. And what actually surprised me? Wait, hang on. Multiple boxes. When I opened the 5950 box, it was by far the shittest box that any of the CPUs came in. It was weird, man. It was it was weird. It, it was the least premium. It just had a piece of fucking cardboard inside and like an X shape to hold the shape and that's it. And the plastic bloody thing. It was by far the most no frills, cheap shit box that I could possibly think of. That They may as well just have given it to you like just by itself. Um, anyway, back to uh, back to. Uh, uh, just to, sorry, I just want to yeah. quote the the amazing George W. Bush. Mission accomplished. Thank you. Mission accomplished. We got him. <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's go like back to one the... year after that war started, <laughs> and it went on for like twenty years. <laughs> let, it's crazy. Let's go back to uh, uh, to the announcement at base. So, um, look, they're they're, they're claiming um, a thirteen percent improvement in IPC or instructions per clock. Which is um, they actually had a really cool graph that sort of showed the generation and generation of jump um, in that. Um, hang on, my cat is sitting on my exhaust fan on my PC, licking himself, and that's probably not good for him. <laughs> He's literally sitting on the exhaust segment. fan. He's sitting on the exhaust fan it. of my case. You trying to destroy my my thirty six hundred? Come on. Um, all right, and um, you know, for the new Zen for um, microarchitecture, so the result is a claimed twenty nine percent improvement in single threaded performance over the oh, prior generation good. chips, which is quite a lot. Um, and they also claim up to forty five percent more performance in multi threaded application. And I, th- I think from memory from the video that we're showing the five nine fifty X versus the seven nine fifty X, so the top two CPUs. Um, as well as that, they they also um, you know spoke about a bunch of other things like for example the the frequency stretching up to five point seven gigahertz. That's an impressive eight hundred megahertz um, jump over the prior generation. No, it's an it's an eight hundred megahertz improvement. Improvement <laughs> over the prior generation. Uh, you wanted hey, to really I, land I, I, get, I get given shit for my uh, writing in the. All good. I gotta. Uh, I deserve it. He is You're an right. asshole. You're right. Um, which which by which which is a crazy man. I mean I mean these are boost speeds. It's not sustained boost. workload speed at five point seven gigahertz. Um, again, I am blown away by what what a consumer chip like the one that I have can possibly do. So if these claims are real, holy macaroni, that's insane. They also did. Um, they you know I keep joking around in my head, but they also talked about the um, the efficiency of some of these chips. So um, for 
at running at 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 um at the same amount of 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 power they're also more efficient than the whole day that is that it is not how much they will cost i will get to the price in a second <laughs> um sweeney's uh, gone <laughs> so speaking of prices actually so what actually surprised me and i was having a chat with joe about this one is the prices they're actually quite reasonable so the 7600x reasonable the... 10 grand no that's not the price of it hey, that is absolutely not is, the price of this it this is a notes. real website this is a real yeah, australian that is, a, that is obviously a placeholder um <laughs> do you reckon so, i don't know it could be real 100% a placeholder so okay so the um it, it's interesting <laughs> though and i actually don't know the reason why but i i, I have some suspicions um the their stack starts at the 7600X, which is a, a 5 series, so a Ryzen 5 7600X, um, which is sort of what I guess at the moment are more the mid-tier CPUs. So the fact that they're starting at that is quite quite fascinating. And I don't know if that's because they're not their process is so efficient that they're not binning chips as much anymore where they have lower-end mm. ones where they kill off a few cores or whatever. Um and that's starting at 299 USD, which is a pretty bloody good price for the kind of performance that you get out of a chip like that. Um, next up, you got the 7700. Um, and I think this is where it gets interesting, where you got the 7900X, which is starting at 549 USD. And what I find fascinating is the 7950X at 699 USD. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the 5950 came out at 799 USD. That's correct. So this is actually cheaper. Um, that's correct than the 5950X. I, you may have mentioned this, and obviously I just jumped back in. Like When we're talking um, conversion look, look, prices to... Swinney, look how... He said it's cheap. Look how much this is. Can you see this? It's insane. <laughs> it's not goes, that. That's cheap. How much, <laughs> that's how a placeholder. Rich is, how rich is Mike? That's what I want I to am know. not yeah. rich. That's a placeholder. I, I <laughs> hey, just, that's a real just, website. My, my question, just like when we're talking conversion prices currency-wise... Mm-hmm. Do does Australia get get uh, screwed with like CPUs as well as like um, most other stuff? We we do a little bit. So I'm I'm trying to remember off the top of my head how much um the the five nine fifty X was. It was it was like eleven or twelve hundred bucks or something when it came out. You can probably look it up into God, but I think from memory, yeah, but currencies move and stuff like that. But and because yeah, it's hard to kind of tell you, but absolutely, you'd be looking at. Obviously, the conversion plus the ten percent GST plus you're going to look at another ten fifteen percent at least. That's pretty plus availability and shit. It depends. I I can see retailers. You know, they'll sell out at RIP easily. Sell out at RIP. Oh, you reckon it'll it'll have the same issue as like graphics cards? Ah, maybe not. Not the same issue. But a a chip like seven nine fifty that they probably won't have as many on the shelf. Mm. I can imagine being sold. Um, just because of the crazy performance claims that it has, um, kind of like how the graphics cards got sold up uh, fairly quickly. Now, in saying all that, you look amazing results, amazing everything. If you've got a current generation CPU or a current generation platform and you don't want to fork out all this cash, now is actually probably a good time to keep your eyes out on just upgrading the current CPU that you have. So maybe if you're running a 3600, consider a 3900X or something that might might go on special or a, a 57, 58, 5900X um, if, you, if your motherboard supports it. Um, and even if it doesn't, you can probably find a fairly cheap motherboard that that is really, really good for, you know, under 200 bucks um, to, to compensate as well. And you're still going to get many years of performance out of that instead of jumping onto the new one. Plus, the reality is the new platform, you can see it's going to have some issues here and there, no doubt. So I'd probably wait until you jump on it, but yeah. And maybe that's what Intergot's doing. Maybe he's upgrading his CPU finally. 
Maybe. Just so what I can you, do more so stuff with gonna, the show. What are you going to try to get a fifty nine fifty nine hundred? We'll see. We'll see if Honestly, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not. I would not bother with the five nine fifty unless you do super heavy video editing. And even then, it's to be 5950. honest, five nine fifty. I do, dude. I actually do a lot of video editing. What do you think we no, do? No, I know. But what I'm saying is, okay. Look, I'm. I've noticed. I've noticed. I've been. I've been doing very, you know, basic benchmarks between my thirty nine hundred X and the five nine fifty X. Basic benchmarks. <laughs> basic, basic that's basic what I thought. Like triple, um, triple B's. I've been doing some n- triple B's n- on it. Nothing super major, but <laughs> so triple first B of all, in terms of in terms of the um, <laughs> rendering. Sorry, Mike. That's all Sorry. Good. Uh, in terms of rendering, uh, rendering files. Um, Running your running off your GPU was still quicker than than using the CPU, and that kind of surprised me. And I'm still trying to understand exactly why. I guess because what are we talking about? So rendering, I I try to 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 export render. Um, I I should use the correct language here. Um, uh, a few test videos that that I had Ah, in DaVinci Resolve and Nvidia kind of consistently got like fifteen twenty percent faster. Yeah, but faster doesn't mean it turns out to be a higher quality video the quality this is, is different the, this as well. is the Absolutely, big thing yeah, yeah. right like yeah you yeah we're talking the difference between do you want to render something that's going to be a vod so it's going to be seen forever yeah, yeah. you want to get that to a higher quality right so yes yeah, so i haven't do done it. those yeah, kind yeah, of really yeah. good ones so of course in the in instances like that absolutely but for most intents and purposes i didn't notice the performance of the timeline you still have to have proxies for for any of the stuff that you do especially if you're if you're using 4k videos um you in scrubbing through them unless you have proxies no real improvement it still lags um and it kind of makes sense i guess trying to trying to render that stuff real time it's it's super difficult plus you need faster hard drives and all that than what i currently have um so i would probably i could be su- i'm super content with the current chip that i have and i don't think I'll we got the, the most powerful chip that you can well, get exactly. how could you not be content <laughs> What, I'm going to watch this thing and then go, oh, fuck, this is like This is a battle so, of the assholes. You're like, this is oh, this so is shit CPU. Down. It's the best That's CPU you can buy. It's an amazing CPU. You know, like, I never <laughs> thought years ago that I would, I would get something like that. You know what this segment has made me kind of really realize? That I, I'm very happy to be a console, console main, yeah. <laughs> mainly. Dude, it, that's the problem with the 5950X is oh. it costs more than the Xbox One just for the chip. Oh. Yeah, so it will be my guesstimate will be about twelve fifty Australian, the top line chip. You reckon? Even though it's it's cheaper than what the I reckon it's I reckon I'm looking at about eleven hundred. I reckon eleven hundred, but then that's basically like a direct 11, translation 11, with fifty. That's cheaper than a direct translation from the US with GST added. Oh, I don't see GST, how that's possible. That's a good point. So you're right. It'll probably be yeah, probably yeah. be twelve nine nine or something. Yeah, like then. what I said. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, no, no. I agree it's with expensive. you. Expensive. Now that I think about it, it makes it makes sense. It's expensive. Sense. I think you can get like a fifty-nine fifty for like seven to eight hundred now, and well, it's probably going to drop. Last time I checked it, it was eight plus. Um, mm, but well, maybe Amazon, got, yeah, Amazon maybe had them for like seven fifty. Maybe Intergot got a good deal on it. Uh, How much did you grab it for? I don't know. It's uh, my my birthday's coming up. Not to dox myself, but okay. Right. Yeah, we'll see. But the other I got thing it for is, a decent deal as well, which is why I ended up grabbing it. So this is becoming like Mike Mike's tech tips. Um, hmm. The other thing is Mike that with the hardware encoding of video on the Nvidia chips, you can only do so many streams. I think it's like two to three. I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, which makes it a challenge for us because I'm 
encoding like your stuff and like it's mm. too many like i have to rely on the cpu at some point so that's for me why so something like this would help a lot yeah there. massively especially yeah, like it's hugely. multi-core and multi-threaded so i mean it one thing that i did notice a huge improvement in is i was mucking around with house designs and stuff like that and the rendering for that because um the program that i'm using doesn't use doesn't use the gpu it exclusively uses the cpu holy mother of even between the 3900 and the 5950 it's like it just it just loads yeah it's yeah. crazy how fast it is yeah i'm gonna upgrade my pc because i'm using my pc so much like i'm actually kind of blown away how much i use my pc um so i'm slowly piece by piece upgrading it i'll upgrade the motherboard next much to your chagrin um, ram actually like because ryzen's very um uh like 32 3600 is this I forget what the sweet spot is. Ash Joe, he knows much more. Um, and then there's there's a bunch of tweaks you can do. And by tweaks, I don't mean overclocking or anything. It's just setting the correct um, setting Timing, the correct timings the on the RAM yeah. to, and also the frequency on the RAM to to be. AMD have this thing called Infinity Fabric, and you want to get the ratios correct between the frequency that the that that you're running the RAM at. Um, God, that's some like emotion engine level thing <laughs> right there. It's actually super easy to set up and stuff. You go to BIOS, it's like two bloody clicks and two settings and stuff. I'm surprised it's it doesn't do it automatically. No, like, not it, in, in dude, modern stuff is easy, man. Dude, it's nothing like well, what Well, yeah, it used easier to be. than the old DMA interrupt. Oh my bullshit. God, like, the way you used to have to do It's like shit magic. But, but even the old BIOSes where you're like, oh God, where the hell but, is like, this setting? And you what shits me kidding. is when PC people, and I'm, I don't consider myself a PC person, even though I use a fuckload of like i use my pc every day um is like i never say this but when pc people you just did it go oh it's really easy to do this right and then you talk to them about their experience (laughs) and they go oh yeah i had to fuck around with this for five hours (laughs) to get it working i'm like that's not fucking easy and with kids and like a really busy job and like other shit that i want to do quite honestly i don't have the time to tweak the shit out i'll just go buy the best thing whack it in there no but that's the thing it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that that's the problem it does it doesn't no because by default xmp and the equivalent whatever amd calls it and shit it's not on by default you plug your ram in and it's well it does because it will be half the speed be good well the game runs exactly all good I run Quake 3 at a solid 80 frames per second, mate. (laughs) I I run Quake 3 in a little 200 by 200 pixel window to get 200 frames a second. (laughs) So, so any uh, old jokes aside, if you do want want to um, take a look at... uh, If you tell me your motherboard, we can see if my spare 3600... Oh, yeah, um, that'd be good. And then you can just do a straight swap into... The only reason I would upgrade my PC anytime soon is if, like... There was a reason for the show for video reasons. Well, That's no, honestly like, the only reason. I, I, okay, like this is getting way BTS at the moment, right? Uh, I ran some triple Bs on this, but uh, <laughs> basically, basically, I had beach to benchmark. I had to change a bunch of the settings because it was slamming your CPU. The old settings that I had. Yeah, that's why so, I said. Like the only reason yeah. I would do that is for the show and okay. the production wise. Yeah, it wouldn't be to play games because I, any game at the moment that I go to play, I can run. Easily fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not running. I'm not running it like at like ultra 120 frames a second, but it's running to a level that I'm happy with. Yeah. And any game that's multi-platform, I'm playing on console. Oh, so. wait, yeah. I just realized I have your 16. Because I, okay. I, I could potentially. What the hell? He's just got a spare. Like exactly. I've literally you got a CPU as a spare. There, Mike, you can open there. an AMD um, museum and like <laughs> charge entry for him. But this is look at the 
is what I mean. Look at the size of this bloody box, and this is his All old right. CPU. Okay, so so <laughs> I I if if we because I'm upgrading my thing. If you do that, I might actually be able to bump the settings of the show up, and then also. Ooh. I, I, you didn't know this, Mike. I bumped the show down to 30 frames per second. Oh, mm. I didn't realize. Damn. Yeah. So no one noticed. <laughs> so so it's like, yeah, unsmooth. but I might be able to bu- bump it up to 60. Ugh. So we'll see how we go. All right, Mike. Awesome. Good segment. Well, thanks. Thank and you. And now I details. believe it's over to you, Intergot. Oh, why is it over to me? Hey, hey, sorry. <laughs> hey because it says int there. And no, it says it's time oh, to wrap up this God. week's gaming. Intergot. Square brackets means you don't say it. Square brackets oh. are show notes. I didn't know that. So it's time to wait to wrap up the week's gaming news, and we have it. It's the big sizzler because it's a the smorgasbord of news. Hey, that's why I thought it was to you because you're introducing this awesome new segment that you know all about. So we don't. We have hundreds of notes that you won't see, and then we pick out the things that we find interesting. So, same as with our last three weeks, it just says a new name. Well, basically, just <laughs> yeah, has a name now. It's a better yeah. name, the big sizzler. We need a we need a bumper for it. I, I can really see a bumper for it. Ninety style. Uh, maybe I'll kick off the batting. So one thing that caught my eye was uh, all the interviews that Valve has done recently. And also they've released this like handbook. I'm about to sneeze. Yes, um, <laughs> a handbook that was very marketing style handbook. It, it was a mix. It was to celebrate mm. the launch in Hong Kong, Japan, a few other territories, Taiwan, yeah. is it? Um, that the Steam Deck is coming out into. And also I think signaling it's, getting close to being announced in Australia, which I am going to be very excited about. And same as you, Mike. Hey, Mike, do you want me to hit you up straight away when I find out about it? Because I'm yes, sure please. I'll find out at first. Yeah. Helty, yeah, the, the only thing that's holding me back is I feel like... How long's the Steam Deck been around for now? Over a year, right? Uh, yeah. The, look, okay, about so that. on your thing, they touched on it will definitely be a multi-generational device. But when you listen to everyone like them talking about it, they're not going to revise it. Like it does not feel like they're going to revise it in the next year or two, Mike. So it's like, I think, yeah, you can hold off, but I think you might be holding off for like three or four years. Yeah, I probably hold off too much. So what's going on? I don't know. What? Look at this. He's got people in the background. Turn my heater off. Look at this, we've got a guest on the show. We need an NDA. We need an NDA and a uh, release for the likeness. Exactly. to turn my heater off. She didn't have a speaking uh, thing, so we didn't have to pay her. She's just an extra. (laughs) So, um, yeah, look, I I, absolutely, I think I'll be all over it, to be honest. The the only thing is, (laughs) no no joking here, the new new Ryzen um, chips are looking really (laughs) energy efficient. They're looking really energy efficient. And I think that's a huge, huge drawback of some of the current gen stuff, just battery life. So anything yeah. that has more efficiency, I can kind of because I was I was investigating a bunch of different um, bunch of different handhelds at the moment, <laughs> the end, and one of the, the things that it Chinese keeps coming, ones. yeah, but the, there's some really good ones, um, and I think it keeps coming down to the same thing. You want anything that's semi okay performance that you can get at least thirty frames and a whole bunch of of good games, maybe even more. Good luck. You're going to be able to play the game for about an hour and a bit. Um, so, yeah. and it makes sense. Obviously, Trade-offs. it makes sense. Trade offs. Yeah. Trade offs. Right. But the they've done that... a lot. Oh. Well, I know. We, hey, well, hang on, hang on. He's <laughs> gone off in <laughs> diatribe. I'm, no, um, I'm, I'm just trying, trying to move things along. Well, I'm trying wanna, to be the sh- I'm trying to be the producer. <laughs> yeah, I get be, back in your box, editor. I could have been a producer. <laughs> I could have been something. <laughs> um, so, a couple of things. I have done like such a deep dive on it, Mike. I mm-hmm. recommend to you 
sounds counterintuitive, but I would just get the 64 gigabyte version of the Steam Deck. Why? Because I heard there's other, but there's, it's not so much the size, the size, whatever. But there's other things about it that I thought. So are a couple of things. A couple of things about the upgraded ones. I checked all the reviews about the anti-glare version. So that's yep. the 512. That's the max version. It's the only one that has the anti-glare. The the 256 or the middle one does not have it, right? Okay. And everyone who has the anti-glare, they're like, yeah, it's it's okay, but it's like. They all say, honestly, if they didn't know and you weren't putting a side-by-side, you wouldn't really think about it at all. Okay. And you can actually get yep, yep. a um, a screen protector that has anti-glare as well as an option. Oh, and people okay. have that and they go, oh, yeah, it looks yeah, really good, right? The other thing is, okay, you go the higher ones because they have better internal storage. Because the Steam Deck is so easy to open and access compared to anything else, mm. you can actually buy the internal storage for dirt cheap. What does it use an M.2? What, what does it even use? Uh, it's an MVME like that you can literally you can buy on Amazon. Yourself. Yeah, they are pretty cheap. Like the exact I mean, one. Got... It's not like similar. It's the exact one, right? Okay. And it's like $40 Australian, Damn. right? Okay. And the price differential for us will be like $200. So I'm like, nah, I'm just okay. going to get the 64. Cause, and the other thing about it is they make more of the 64. So I feel ah. like if you go for the other ones, I don't know if you get it as early. So okay. I don't know. I'm going for the 64 and I'll, yeah, well, I'll order it straight away as soon as it comes out. I don't, I mean, it's nice to have, I know people that, that buy hard drives for their, their Xbox and what, whatnot. I'm now in the habit where I've got a small handful of games installed and that's it. I don't, and I just uninstall it. And Same. all thanks to the fact that we have internet now that's usable. Yeah, my PS5 so, literally has two games on it. I delete yeah. everything else, like I'm Horizon delete it, yeah. and uh, Spider-Man. The, oh, no, it takes two. PS5. So as long as you know, <laughs> minus the I've had that on there that for shit. so long, no one's playing with me. Um, but the other thing I realized with the Steam Deck is it's so, like relatively easy, <laughs> PC language, uh, relatively easy to get like stuff like PS um, remote play working on it. And the more I think about it, I think it's just like the best form factor to play that kind of stuff. So yeah, super hyped about that and super hyped that they're like getting a massive support. So they're going to support it for ages. Swinny. Swinny. Yeah. Swinny. Yes. Swinny. Enticing you. Swinny. So uh, about a month and a bit ago, we talked about Treasure teasing a new game for the, fir- the first in forever. So Treasure, a treasure classic Japanese developer. Um, and we've seen that a new Radiant Silver Gun game is actually being leaked ahead of Tokyo Game Show. So that seems like that's the game, potentially, unless that's coming out from someone else. That is the game that they were talking about. So that's that's really cool. I only ever dabbled in Radiant Silver Gun. Um, you know, that's kind of like the... Ikaruga was kind of the spiritual sequel to Radiant Silver Gun. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, I probably would have preferred like maybe like a new... Um, mischief maker game makers or something like that but hey radiant silver gun is a cult classic so that's awesome yeah nice mike uh the fact that they're making you know there's there's an iteration of the playstation 5 that's been released in australia apparently yeah that makes the console lighter i mean if there's one thing that i have always wanted was for my playstation which always sits in exactly the same spot catching <laughs> dust to be much lighter do you, do you realize the amount of force that bloody thing puts on my tv cabinet because it's so goddamn heavy really it's basically warped everything man yeah you like, have the weakest woo, fucking tv cabinet I'm shitting you obviously didn't. Oh, okay. who gives a shit how no, heavy I it you're is being real that's the last thing i care <laughs> about that is the absolute last I thing know. i give a shit about yeah, i think you need to tweak to your console. sarcasm indicator a little bit <laughs> i wasn't watching his face when he 
you were saying, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of a weird one. I mean, yeah. and I'm always skeptical. I'm like, is it an improvement or are they just skimping out on parts? Because I, I, I do think, and I want to shout out when it's an Australian outlet, I think, honestly, it was Press Start that discovered it. Okay. Because I think well, they were tipped off by it? someone. Hmm. I think earlier today... Maybe they, it's because it was a, a new one and there were no games installed, so it, did, it weighed less. I, if there is... Oh, no, they, it, was, it was something else, sorry. No, if no, they no, are not skimping on parts or for any reason, then I am all for consoles being lighter than heavier. But oh, I, look, I got, yeah, I got nothing against but it. But, Mike, is it the console or the box? I, I know, know it sounds like it shouldn't it make a difference. I've heard, the console I've heard of the, it's the console. It's the console. I'm reading what the editor's That's what I'd heard. I gotta say, as much as I like the revisions of the PS, like PlayStation One, Two, and Three, and Four, as they go through the generation, history always says getting the very first iteration of the PlayStation is always smart, because Sony always ends up removing shit from them, mm-hmm. right? And it's not always great, right? Like PlayStation yeah. Two, they had like a full on, you know, PlayStation One in there, effectively, and then PlayStation Three, they had a PlayStation I mean, that, One that and a really Two cool, in there. Yeah. Right. I'm just trying to remember at what point did they integrate the... I know in PlayStation 2 when they shrunk it, they integrated the... Um, either they integrated or they took out the power brick. Oh, no. That was one or the PlayStation other. 2, you're talking about? I think it was the PlayStation 2. I think I ended up having... Yeah, that was uh, the, the Slim. That, I think when they did the, the PS Slim. The Slim one, yeah. yeah. Did, they get, did they get rid of it to put it outside? I just remember one of the iterations. No, it's still, it was, it's still it's like in the system. Like yeah, but it used to be it. external from memory. It used yeah, to be and then they brought it back in. Brick. Yeah, yeah, they brought it so back in. So they put in. it in. Yeah. And I think I had the one where they put it in at one point. And I just yeah. remembered buzzing and sounding like a mofo. Because <laughs> I was pretty close to the TV obsessed. at the time. I was like, okay. man. You have very bad I think bad it's just console. my hearing. No, <laughs> no it's very just bad con- But I also think it's my... I have, like, o- whatever. Yeah, like, OCD with that It's probably OCD, bloody, some form of... I, I get coil yeah. wind with my graphics card. You oh, would so go mine. nuts. Yeah. I have no, to I like. Do, I do go nuts. Mine doesn't. Yeah. Too, so. All it's right. Horrible. Enough about PC parts. What's the next? This thing is the PC got? show. Now. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to like stop it being the PC, PC show. Why? Well, well, it's honestly, gaming. Th- there's nothing else I really give a shit about that's been happening. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I said Integral. What's What's the next one you want? Uh, the about? other one that I'm excited about is, given that it feels like the Marvel versus series is dead and buried for the moment at least, until Marvel go- sucks again. Uh, I'm excited that the SNK versus Capcom series seems to be revised and revitalized, sorry. Um, you know, there was some stuff around Evo that was released, some artwork, and they're kind of being a very tongue-in-cheek, oh, you know, it'd be awesome if we did this. If, you know, we'd be happy to chat. But it's like, come on, right? No, mm. no companies just go out there and say, oh, I'd love to do a deal with like, uh, you know, Facebook, if you're Ray-Bans, like, you know, something's happening or not already. So I'm excited about that. I think like, um, it's a real, it's becoming like a real, almost golden era with fighting games. I think like, I, like I personally have gotten back into fighting games a lot more, the whole scene, like, you know, that's a really awesome niche scene, but I do think like with the new street fighter, I could really imagine that, you know, kicking some massive goals, Capcom, uh, kind of doing really well in all facets at the moment. And I think with the new input in Street Fighter 6, that makes it like a lot easier for people to actually input commands. You know, I think that plus, you know, other things that are happening in the fighting game space, you know, I'm really excited. Like if they do an SNK versus Capcom, um, you know, how it shapes up will be really interesting. 
Yeah, I'd be wonder. I'd be interested to see whether or not it's something that is um, made by SNK or Capcom because we saw their different approach in the early games, like S, you know, uh, was it SNK versus Capcom Chaos, and then you've mm. got the Capcom versus SNK, the ones that Capcom did, and they yeah. they're very different, but they're very cool in their own way. Uh, and I played a lot more of Capcom versus SNK two than I did of SVC Chaos, um, but it'd be cool. Like I could see. I could see SNK making it, to be honest. Kind of, kind of feels like they probably <laughs> they might want it more than Capcom. So. Oh and yeah, be, of course. I'd right. be, I'd be cool. I'd like to see them have another approach in a modern uh, times. So. Yeah, and it's like so crazy how the crossovers in the fighting game space is like such a definitive feature now of that whole mm. era. I remember when because we're so old. Like I legitimately remember when Street Fighter Two came out in the arcade. Right. Well. It's insane to me. Like, there's almost no barriers anymore. Like, you look no. at Tekken. Tekken's uh, eight had you know Akuma and it had Geese Howard, and like you know, like there's so many crossovers. The only crossover that hasn't happened, which is the one from the '90s, which was anything to do with Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. That's the only one that hasn't happened, and I don't think yeah, that will can't happen. See that happening, yeah, yeah, yeah but, but that's, that's, that's a cultural thing, I think, if anything. But that's what I'm saying. It's like every, it's almost like all, all the other big series have crossed over in some form now, yeah. except for that, that divides. So. I, I think if Mortal Kombat was made by a Japanese company, it would have happened. I just think, I literally just think that's the issue. But um, yeah, you're right. Like the big one that I always think about is the, and it's not complete and it probably never will be, but the Street Fighter cross Tekken, Tekken cross Street Fighter collab mm. that they sort of did, half did. Like, that is insane. Like, they're pretty much, what do you reckon, Sweeney? Like, Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat? Like, if you had to nail three purest fighting series, you probably put those three well, in there. Well, right? they're the biggest three. Not counting Smash. They're the biggest three Smash is a different thing, in my Yeah, that's opinion. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They're, yeah, like, traditional. Like, they're the biggest yeah. three franchises, yeah, money-wise yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So. so, like, it's insane that they crossed those series over, sort of. You know, they're still... They haven't... Which one is it? It's like they haven't done Tekken cross Street Fighter. They've done Street yeah. Fighter cross Tekken. Yeah, they've done it in the way. They've done it in the style of Street Fighter. They haven't yeah. done it in the style Tekken. Yeah, which would be uh, outside awesome, of man. adding Akuma in. So. I'd be fucking all over that. That would be really cool. That'd the, be a good way to get in. So. The last thing, the last thing I wanted to mention here yeah. was um, the fact that, like, I haven't mentioned on the show, but you know, I've been wanting to double back in the RPG Maker um, yeah, world since, yeah, since yeah. Um, you know, like I, I did it when I was used it when I was much younger. And the new RPG Maker Unite actually has a really cool feature that I would have loved back then when I was using it a lot which was auto balancing. So basically you can say, okay, you know, the whole thing about balancing battles in an RPG, well, you know, like if you just try to make your own, like, oh, how hard do you make the enemies here? How hard mm. do you make them there? You can actually set like what the max level is going to be, what the expected level is going to be. And then it will auto balance all the enemy fights throughout the game uh. based on your settings. And you can uh. will also have the option to auto balance the weapons based weapon damage based on those values as well so i'd have no idea how good or bad it is but it's really cool that they're adding that stuff into this new version that i just bought the old version like seven months ago so i'm kind of like hmm, <laughs> do you yeah. bother using it now or do you just wait yeah. and jump onto the new one well yeah yeah, I see, mean. yeah anyway but that's really when's cool unite coming out i can't remember the exact release date but it's not too far away because i've i'm seeing a lot of feature announcements about it so yeah given how long you spent making your last rpg probably makes sense to jump on your night you know you sunk cost on what you've bought 
and just yeah. stick with that one for ages. Like, I haven't started using it outside exactly. testing it. So. Well, it's a sunk cost then. It's a sunk cost. Yeah. So. yeah. It's, oh, it's coming this year, at least, so there's not many months left. So, so like, Mike, like, hmm. I think you'd be in this with me if we did a... If we did a GoFundMe slash Kickstarter, that's a more that's the nicer version of it, right? Like, would you not back Swinney? If Swinney was like, "Hey, I need to take a year off. I need like fifty grand or whatever," I would literally. I have enough money. I know he'd do it. I would like tip in twenty five grand. Can you can you just give me fifty grand, and that's it? I'll take a year. I'll take a year off. I was going to say something that's so inappropriate on the show. I'll take. I'll take a year off. <laughs> I'll translate it and say you have to get your knee pads out, and then I think about it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but um, no, no, no. What I was saying is like I would literally back Swinney that if if he said it was like a year, I need a year, and it's like yeah, if, I just threw a number out there, be like fifty grand. You would go twenty five grand, wouldn't you, Mike? <laughs> Maybe He's not. Like, no, no, He's like no, oh, you wouldn't. No, he of course he wouldn't. Who would? I no, I'm saying I would. I would I, give it to myself. I already, no, I'm saying so. Then you can make the game, your, whatever game. Just you give me make. the money and uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> I just, I, mean, I, I, I trust I, him. If there's one person I do trust, it, it is Swinney. He's got integrity. But I know about trust. I just think you'd make something really good. Like yeah, Swinney, year, man. Swinney is like yeah, uh, had a, had a whole life of training to make an RPG. Just think when I was trying to use when I was trying to use RPG Maker before that was before achievements were a thing. Yeah, but this, but this is what I'm saying. I'm like, I I don't no, know. I'm too distracted these days. I wouldn't. I yeah, wouldn't. that's the only catch. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. I could see yeah, it, man. Would. I could see it. My pitch is like Swinny makes an RPG every year. He's like the Aussie Chemco Chemco Oz. <laughs> His cadence what? is yearly. You would give me money to make a Kemco style game? Hey, know? they make money, man. They keep releasing games, right? Like, dude, like it works. Specifically for Swinney. <laughs> and I'll I'll do all the dodgy mobile stuff that Swinney. You don't have don't don't look at it. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll just don't have worry to about write all the, the whales. Quick. Just don't I'll worry have, about it. I'll have to write the little cutscene that happens in every EXE create game where they ask you to write a review. Like, but it's built exactly. into the story. It's built into the story, and then they open. <laughs> It's so funny. It's, it's so the funny. it's a main mission where you have to write a review for the game. Literally, <laughs> tell like your friends they, about it. they write it as a joke, like four four breaking with the characters talking about it. And it's like if you say yes, it opens up the store thing for you to write a review. It's really funny. Uh, so have we done a deal, Swinny? Is this what you're going to do? Quit your job and do this for a year? Uh, well, let's talk offline and oh, see oh, see if you go. can give me fifty grand in cash to year off. Oh, I dude, I would make that investment. I reckon that's a good investment. All right. Well, that's, right. that's all I wanted to cover in uh, The Big Sizzler. <laughs> the Big Sizzler. Excellent. All right. So what uh, on for next week? Uh, well, we'll be covering Ubisoft's Ford, uh, and it includes Assassin's Creed. We're not streaming Rush that, right? As a reveal? I don't think so. No. I'm always up Probably for not. anything, especially this, but you anything? guys will be well, What time is it? What time is it? I don't know. You guys aren't going to live stream reaction to Assassin's Creed things, so I'm like, I don't know. Looking at like, it. I, you know, I just shoot the nah, shit. It's not like I actually. Nah. We're not live streaming it, but and there is also another. <laughs> there is also another. Oh, yeah, it's, no, no, it's 5 a.m. Fuck that. Okay, then, no. <laughs> There's also a live stream for Cyberpunk 2077 where they're going to cover, like, the, you know, 
hopefully hopefully the dlc because that's what i'm waiting for that was part of my like most anticipated um Mm. wanting to see what they're doing because i want to go back to that world and i want a good reason to so Hmm. and i've got the day off on friday australian time to play Mm. splatoon 3 i think i actually will be doing a bunch of errands and stuff like that as well but and i'll get amiibo so i'll be able to do amiibo reviews oh great oh my god i don't i literally don't even know how many amiibos i'm picking up (laughs) But it's like some. There's some. I I just I love I love the look on your faces. Like how excited. I know I want the amiibo. Bring it on. I Oh you wa- want it? I want an amiibo segment every week. <laughs> I do. Because it brings me endless entertainment to see Mike's reaction to it. <laughs> that and analogue. There'll probably be analogue stuff next week as well. No, analogue I want to hear about. Analogue I want to hear about. Is Little it, is pieces it... of plastic I don't give a shit about. Are we going to hear an? Are we going to hear an update to the Rygar core? Is that is that? There is an update to the Tecmo core. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Josh Bassett, the guy who made it, subscribe to the channel. And I think he awesome. jumped on our Discord. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay, that's cool. That's really yeah, cool. So don't shit on really him, cool. all right? Hey, I never did. I'm shitting on Amiibos. I'm sorry. Hey, these are not just pieces of plastic. They're okay. pieces of joy. Pieces of joy <laughs> with some plastic and. <laughs> As he RFID said, Mike. Chips in them. As he said, Mike. Without those pieces of plastic, he couldn't have his like his bath, monthly bath where he bathes that himself. That is true. I actually was thinking of just selling them all the other day. <laughs> you say that every week, and then you Do talk I? about a new. You, yeah. you say that all the time, and then you like, oh, and I just bought three more. <laughs> no, I've got to keep buying them until I make a decision. You can't stop buying. Oh, them. Oh, that's how it works. You got to keep buying them until they make. No, a decision. think about it. Or it you're dead. That, One that's of the perfectly two. logical. Oh, I've got to. I've got to keep up trucks, so I've got to take more trucks. <laughs> No, so they make a decision to dude, get out of the drug business. You can't wean yourself off that. You've got to go cold turkey. That makes perfect sense, what I'm saying. You're, no, but you're, sure. what you're saying is I need to take more drugs to just no, stop yeah. taking I need drugs. to take a consistent supply. Cold turkey that I'm is stop right now. <laughs> I'm not buying extra. No, cold no turkey, more. I'd sell them. And then I'd consolidate to just a couple that I like. And then I'll build up from there again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happens. It never works. The day that I have more amiibo than you, then uh, the, that will that day I, will never happen. I, I'm just thinking. <laughs> this is like reminiscing. I'm trying to remember what the first amiibo that I bought was. I've got some really, really old it, Animal Crossing ones. Very was it innocuous. Probably, was it probably like the one that came with like Twilight Princess on Wii U or something? It was my wife's fault. It was my wife's fault. I, I need to blame her because she... Bought oh, yeah. a bunch. The way it worked was, the, I'll, I'll give you the little scoop. You know, I'm putting in the t- the prime time Sorry, slot I'm of the like, show. Just like we were, we were in the outro. Some <laughs> Well, I need to put it here because I don't All want right, to talk quick, about I'm going to make a thumbnail. We're going to put this up as a clip. But so, like, I remember it was because like we bought something, and then it was like Amiibo in Australia were all going on sale like crazy. It was like I got a whole bunch of them for five dollars each, right? So that's kind of like we bought like 20 or 30 for $5. So then it just, you know, that's where the addiction started. What do you think of that, boys? Boys? What's that? What's that? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> All right. All right. Back look to forward host. to it next week. Look forward to it next week. Fantastic. Awesome. All right. See you all next week for some more Amiibo talk. <laughs> see you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.